Welcome to ComTrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Leifite, and with me is a special guest star. Uh, he's a buddy of mine who actually has been on a couple of podcasts. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Zach. I uh, want to throw a shout-out to my old podcast, Needless Nonsense. Some people... You know, all 14 of our fans over there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we only have like maybe actually, you know, what's crazy. Uh, I huh? actually took a look at um, the uh, the Facebook page of my uh, this podcast here. We've already got 31 likes, 31 likes. That's so, big. that's big time. Yeah, dude. Hit, so hitting the traction half the time and double the, the fans. That I must be that good. 31 <laughs> people want to watch a movie with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> 31 people are that lonely. <laughs> but anyway, we're here on a special special episode of ComTrack. Uh, this is kind of a what I call the Versus Showdown episode, where we pit one person who actually loves a movie against someone who absolutely detests a movie. And we're doing, as you can see by our banner, the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice movie. Now, and, now oh my Tim, God. Tim, I would say I don't love this movie. I enjoy you it profusely to the point where the flaws... Are not even there. <laughs> Shut up. You hate you you suck this movie's dick so hard. Like I remember when this movie came out. I I okay, so I didn't would didn't want to pay for the movie to see it, so I just kind of, you know, found like one of those webcam things to just watch it and so I could, you know, uh, uh, give it like a, a, a bit of a chance and also critique it properly and not just like, you know, assume the worst. And uh, yeah, I'm not kidding. Like five minutes in I seriously was starting to yell at the T V and I'm like, how in the fuck Does you must have read like the it? reviews uh no a no. lot of people who read the reviews walked in and had a jaded experience and i tell you what sir oh. i watched every trailer i got hyped as a dc fanboy and then i went in and watched the imax 3d thing because someone paid for the movie for me <laughs> okay. as a birthday gift to myself <laughs> and i went in and i loved every moment and let me tell you something you were 10 you minutes in every moment. yelling at the screen you love every moment 10 minutes in because the imax uh staff forgot to turn off the the lights and we had to rewatch the ten minutes. This, you loved every moment. This is especially be, ten minutes. Oh my god! This is going to be a really long, really heated episode. So get ready. We are so okay. Well, let's just. This is like when you're watching a movie with both of your divorced parents, <laughs> and they're going to be yelling at each other about the smallest little things, and you're going to be like, "Dad, just because mom doesn't like bologna doesn't mean you have to just not buy it anymore." Oh wait, so you're the butch and I'm the bitch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I can live with that. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like, I think it's just important to start like with our first experience of this thing, and this is going to be a bit of a long story for me. So, as a uh, uh, a very generous host, I'll let you start with your kind of thoughts and feelings oh. about this movie. Because okay. all right, all this right. is, I'm just going to sit very patiently, and then I will light my fuse and i have a very short fuse as we can tell very <laughs> short. um in case you guys didn't know tim is two foot five so that's the, he yourself. made himself a short joke Fuck anyway <laughs> so my what was the first impressions yeah my first thoughts yeah so i actually got to the theater after uh waiting for this movie a long time i had my tickets but i saw reviews online and I remember someone uh, calling Sucked. it. Someone called it a polished turd. I went, no, <laughs> it can't be. They they're bringing out Doomsday. Uh, in case you haven't watched this movie, that is definitely a oh spoiler. yeah, dude. That we are going to spoil anyway, the fuck out of this movie. So 
I, I I got to the movie theater. I was still very excited, even though I heard it was a polished herd. I sat down. I watched the movie. And I'll admit, there's some parts I take fault at, but other parts where I'm going, I've waited for this movie so long that I just could not care. It's like waiting for Duke Nukem, the latest game that they released. You're like, I know it's terrible, but I don't care. I love it. So that's kind of my thought process. I don't know if that's really... It, it, it's also just a fun movie to bring up to have people hate and then you just stand there and go nope you're wrong i'm you are I'm, wrong i am the anti-vaxxer of the movie industry right here ladies and gentlemen oh my god don't this is there awful. is a hundred articles out there saying that you should vaccinate your kid but then I am the one article saying watch Batman versus Superman. It's a great film. Yeah, but seriously, folks, vaccinate your kids. Exactly. I'm yes. Not, please yeah. don't do that. that please. D- d- that's child abuse. But anyway, um, I actually really just dis- – uh, so uh, now that I can finally unleash my fury, um, my uh, the uh, I've had problems with this movie ever since it was announced. Because um, this is – going to go back. Is this pre-I Am Legend? No. No, this is actually. Uh, I was o- totally okay for like a Batman versus Superman movie, but the timing of it could not have been worse. Because to me, uh, you could look, you could pick apart like all the editorial and all the acting and the script writing problems, but um, to me, like the the worst flaw uh, of this movie is its timing, which I, I I really can't. So I'm gonna go tell a bit of a backstory of all this. So um, this was after like uh, you know after the Dark Knight uh, trilogy kind of uh, uh, concluded, and uh, of course you know I was like yay Batman's story is over and that was cool and then I saw Man of Steel and I'm like oh shit they're doing Superman they're doing Superman with this kind of thing oh, we're gonna have a super an epic Superman trilogy this is gonna be amazing I watched the trailer and I'm like I am loving this tone I love the cinematography I love the uh, the tone that it's taking and I. I really love the the original kind of dialogue that we have with Jarrell and uh, um, uh, Pa Kent, but um, when and so I was hyped for Man of Steel because um, you know we haven't seen Superman and be in a good movie since 1980, and when I went to go see whoa Superman, whoa 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 Brandon Routh is a treasure and that movie was beautiful. <laughs> no, Sup- <laughs> Superman Returns was fucking. Boring. You tell me a movie about real estate, uh, dude, like. <laughs> Lex Luthor is so much more pimp than that, but we'll get to well, Lex Kevin Luthor. Spacey. Uh, no, that was like a waste of a good casting because Kevin Spacey was is, could be an awesome Lex Luthor, but oh my god, did they write him terribly? Um, but uh, yeah, so I went to go see Man of Steel and was really disappointed. But my feeling when I left was, well, there's a lot of issues, and I'm not happy with a lot of Man of Steel, but. I'm like, maybe they'll actually make a turnaround in the Man of Steel sequel. I want to put a note here. Tim also loves IHOP, so that cameo in there was a brilliant paid product advertisement. No, that was totally one of the things that I hated about the movie, the, the latent product. And you know what's even worse about that whole sequence? Like, it, it was berated with product placement, but worse than that was that they were actually shooting about 10 miles away from where I lived at the time. Plano, Illinois, was where they were shooting the Smallville sequences. I literally drive by uh, Kent Farm while they were shooting. It was actually to the point where I got desperate, and I was ready to just, like, buy an orange vest and some, like, vaguely-looking IDs and a a walkie-talkie and just wander through the cornfield and onto set and start helping. 
<laughs> like I, I honestly would have been ready to helping do that. himself to some pancakes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I would have no, I would have uh, gladly carried a bucket of water if it meant I could have had Man of, Man of Steel was catered to by IHOP. Everybody loved it, and that's why they got a pay, okay, paid are, product. Are, are you secretly here from IHOP and just like sponsoring? <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, IHOP is our sponsor today. They're the home of the flapjacks and the party jacks. Uh, you can get cinnamon, chocolate chip, or are you done? yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, uh, my favorite shtick is putting pra- paid advertisements into podcasts or videos where they do not belong. I just love coming up with fake ones and putting. No them. wonder you love this fucking. Movie. I also love American Airlines. <laughs> God, you are just you are just an advert whore. <laughs> but it, yeah, so I watched the movie and. Like I said, I was hugely pumped because they were suiting Superman in my neck of the woods, man. I could literally just, like, look around and say, I'm from Smallville, man. So, like, Superman was getting, like, a big deal. Watch Man of Steel was really disappointed. I'm like, well, maybe they'll fix that in the sequel. So, later on, that uh, the next San Diego Comic-Con comes around. And uh, that's when they announce, like, the Superman sequel will be inspired by the greatest Batman story ever told, The Dark Knight Returns. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Like, okay, you're telling me your Superman movie is going to be inspired by the greatest Batman story of all time. Yes. Which, to me, was like a huge red flag because I know that the studio is like, well, Superman's not very popular and he's, you know, he didn't make enough money for us on Man of Steel. Batman's more popular. He made like $2 billion on the last trilogy that we made. Let's just put Batman in the movie. Maybe he'll, he'll be more bankable. No pun intended, Bruce Wayne. Um, so when that came out, I'm like, this is not a good idea. Like, come on. Like you need to, you you need to show me that you guys have a little bit more faith in the character. And then to make matters worse, like I saw the articles that were going through as the movie was being uh, to to the point where the movie was about to be released. And like, we're going to put Wonder Woman in this movie. Great idea. We're going to put Aquaman in this movie. We're going to have the flash cameo in it. We're going to have cyborg. And I'm like, stop. You had me at Batman, dude. Just stop it. So, and even worse, like towards, I think it was like uh, about a week and a half before the movie came out, they said they were extensively re-editing the movie to have less Superman and more Batman. Which, uh, I'm like, dude, what the hell is with the Superman hate? Well, it's mostly because it's called Batman. Oh yeah, that's Superman. that's an e- another even bigger insult is that it's not called Superman versus Batman like it is in the fucking comics. It's called Batman v Superman, not Superman versus Batman. It's supposed to be a quasi sequel to Man of Steel, but he's literally getting pushed to the side. So like, I'm actually advocate that this movie hates Superman. Well, mo- mo- most of the decisions didn't come from the creative staff; they came from Time Warner. Who, oh, uh, yeah, who, no. who 100% came in and stuck their hands in the script and went, what makes us the most money and how do we get onto Marvel's track where we're making a dozen movies, three movies every year? Yeah, and that's the other thing. They jumped in too early. I mean, that, that again, that the whole shared universe thing is like a whole bit. But what, But again, what really just irks me so much is that the timing could have been amazing if they had just stuck to their guns with Superman and had faith in the character, real faith in the character, because um, if you actually go back to this, uh, we're, we're actually recording this on uh, March twenty, uh, March twenty fourth, the uh, the day that it was released 
around. I mean, I know we're supposed to release this podcast on the day of, but we had some technical issues like on our very early episodes and had to push this back. But nevertheless, like this was released uh, in 2016 in March on March 25th or March 24th, um, and uh, was. It was literally right in the middle of the 2016 um, elections and kind of in when we were realizing we were in full swing of just what an awful storm 2016 really was. Um, it was it was a time where celebrities were dying. We had do- dozens of disasters. We had the uh, the, the California fires. We uh, we had uh, a ton of other e- economic and uh, um, natural disasters going on. The political spectrum has never been more divided. As a matter of fact, I, I've because we've seen like the the whole choose a side trend before. Like you know, mm-hmm. you see like Team Jacob or Team Edward, but I've never seen it so prevalent. Are you Democratic or are you Republican? Are you DC or are you Marvel? Are you Batman versus Superman? Are you are you Captain America versus Iron Man? Civil War came out right around the same time. So I think it came out in the same year, honestly. No, it it it, 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 it came out in like the fall, I think. Uh, no, it came out, uh, I believe, in late April. Uh, it, so, uh, Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. the other big hero versus hero movie, came out just around this time, and I, it's so weird that we are in this whole tr- we were at this whole trend of choose a side. Literally, we are being divided. And can you imagine if? Superman just went in the total opposite direction, followed through with a sequel where he had to fight Lex Luthor as president and make some truly harsh decisions and try to unite us in a better world. Like, I can't tell you how relevant that would be for in 2016 on screen for Superman to take on the president of the United States, who is a madman, egotistical, xenophobic maniac. Because that's, to me, that's what DC, DC's really had uh, over Marvel. Marvel has really great characters to uh, move their stories along, but DC has always used really great, relevant storytelling to propel their characters into new heights. True, true. So, like, the fact that they did not take advantage of that because i really wonder when dc comics just as a whole company forgot that relevancy is their most treasured uh weapon for or not weapon or their most treasured uh asset for uh storytelling yeah i mean i mean honestly it's not even dc comics i forgot it's it's the big corporation that runs them, time warner who owns the studio and warner brothers who went into dc and said Hey, we want you to make us money and sell out all your values yep. to do it, and we don't care what because I'm pretty sure you know they DC had some plans, they had some ideas on what they were going to do, and then Warner Brothers just came in and changed yeah, that, which is just heinous to me because Superman's really important, whether or not you're a fan of him or not. Uh, he's kind of the archetypical hero superhero the boy scout yeah well i mean yeah he might be like because i mean on the whole like uh, uh morality spectrum i'm more along the lines of chaotic neutral or chaotic good sure. but superman may be and i know i have a disdain for lawful uh, good characters and how naive they can be but superman's kind of different for me because he chooses to lead by example because that's what he believes is right and furthermore he enjoys that 
Like, if you look at Christopher Reeve, like, who we kind of... I think it's safe to say it's universally, like, Mm -hmm. the best portrayal of Superman we'll ever probably see. Um, There's a real smile and yet sadness to his performance where, you know, you look at him and you can tell, like, he's... Yeah, he's suffering. He's... He's not. Ha- he's not. Uh, he's always constantly on call. Because let's face it, being Superman kind of sucks. You're always on call. The noise never stops, and you're not, and you're not really getting. I mean, granted, you get some thanks with it, but there's a lot of harsh, really harsh critics out there and whatnot. And you've got a big responsibility for not just the world, but maybe for the entire uh, universe in uh, some stories. So, being Superman kind of sucks, but it's the fact that he enjoys doing the right thing so much. And by leading by example with such a powerful presence that I don't think any other hero can mimic, uh, it's that's what makes him a really important character that deserves real reverence for. Because um, he is the one, if there's any one hero that can lead by example, because let's face it, all these comic book characters, they don't exist. They can only lead by example. And if there's going to be one character who could, if he could real, be real, and does lead by example, it's Superman. Like, he's the one who will try to inspire us to do better in our lives, despite the fact he knows of the horrible things that we can do to one another. So Nicely said. Nicely yeah. said. Yeah, dude. So, like, Superman, I, whether or not you're a fan of Superman or not, he is important. Um, and that's why, to me, this movie is just an, <laughs> a cinematic vandalism. Well, let, let, me, let me put this out there. I remember in the advertisements for this movie, there's things on Instagram or I, I, I think it was just Instagram or Facebook. And they basically were saying, oh, which side are you, Superman or Batman? Who would who who would win in the fight? They were like, it, it was like a WWE fight. They're like <laughs> hyping it up. They're like, who, who do you think is going to win? Who's going to win? And, you know, they had like celebrities coming out and be like, Superman for real. P- other people coming out, Batman. You know let, how- let's let's put out. Let, let, let me let the record show. Superman would we- win regardless of any scenario um except for the fact that he is a good person and will not kill that that's the only reason why he would not win um first off i'm going to give you two reasons why that is both dumb and just plain just stupid like a stupid Sam, idea. i only need one Get, hit me with it well first the best uh, one. well first off it doesn't matter who wins because the end at the end of the day these hypothetical versus uh scenarios the winner is always the writer. I think you said that a million times. <laughs> always, dude. Like anyone, anyone asks me, like who would win? Like uh, you know, Superman versus Goku. I'm like the writer, dude. <laughs> it depends on who. You, they've, there's been sto- comic book stories where Lobo has been taken out by Harley Quinn, a 90 pound girl with a baseball bat. So, like, it really doesn't matter, and and that's. I I, I don't I don't think the writers won in that scenario. It was the fans. Well, yeah, obviously, but the but the writers still made it happen. <laughs> or, or or the girls who go to Hot Topic, yeah, religiously. Oh God, <laughs> uh, that's well, that's for a conversation for Suicide Squad, and I'm not gonna do Suicide Squad. I watched that movie for a podcast once. I'm not gonna do it. Anymore. I watched it twice, first time by choice, the second one because it was happenstance, <laughs> and the second time, I did almost cross to the other side. Yeah. So, well, um, the uh, the other thing is, uh, the other well, the other reason why I th- thought that was kind of stupid is like, dude, you just fucking announced that it's going to be directly inspired by Dark Knight Returns, and anyone who's even remotely familiar with that story knows that Batman comes out on top. So I'm like, 
Come on, guys. At least they got some of the uh, visuals down from the comic book into the film. Yes. It, it was cool. It was cool. All right. That, that, that's the one thing I, I, I like about the film the most. The visuals are just so interesting and so dynamic that when you, it's like eye candy. I mean, granted, I, I honestly will say this is probably the best CGI that DC Comics has put into any of their movies. Their CGI budget needs to be above their advertising budget. I don't understand why it's not or what they're doing with it. But this is probably the best one, and it's filled with eye candy that I like and shots from the comics that are amazing. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of which, I think we should actually start the movie because we've been bullshitting for a while. I, w- I was going to say, roll the movie, Tim. Yeah. Roll um, the movie. Is, and if, by the way, Press uh, that space it's, bar. It's, it's pro- well, it's probably a little <laughs> bit late to say this. I should have mentioned this earlier. But if you guys don't want to hear us bullshit, and this goes for any other episode of Contract, there's a sync button below in the description where you can just skip past our bullshit and just start the movie and we'll start talking but, about but it. But we know you're going to want to listen to our bullshit. That's why we do it for oh, you because oh, we love you. Yes, we do. All right, so we are going to start the movie, and so get all your synced up. And by the way, for you listeners at home, we are not listening to or watching the um, the theatrical cut. We are watching the uh, the extended ult- or the ultimate cut, the uh, the three hour uh, extended DVD version. So that's the one you guys are going to have to hook up to. If you don't got it, well, mm, tough luck. And I also envy you because you have the shorter, therefore less painful one. Uh, worse one. <laughs> well, this see- is the better one. Uh, longer or shorter i think it's still kind of a turd i believe most girls will let you know longer is better let's start the movie (laughs) (laughs) in all right so we're gonna start in three two one and there it is there's the warner brothers logo right there and we have the weird leaf sequence and we're gonna start out with rat pack entertainment oh yeah that I'm going to do my best. That, I don't know what that Rat Pack does, but that logo is macho. I dig it. I do like it. And then black, all right, all right. Blacks. I'm going to I'm going to talk about this. Every right. important Tim, movie this is starts a very with a black important screen. scene, okay? Oh yeah, this whole fucking bit. No, 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 but the it, it it's the phrasing, it's the words because they use the symbolism multiple times throughout the movie. There's a time a time from above. Which oh, this... and later in the movie, Lex Luthor says another thing coming from above that angels don't come from above. It's... They come from below. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, no, devils don't come from below. They come from above. That's why the painting's upside down. Yeah. This... Although here's the other thing about this intro bit. We have seen this multiple times. I know. And this is what Spider-Man: Homecoming gets right. They don't do this. We didn't even see Uncle Ben. Die again. Honestly, I think this is Zack Snyder just saying, I'm way more interested in doing a Batman movie, so I'm going to redo the origin in a a way... No, and I'm going to do the redo the origin so visually amazing... It's it's gonna any you're gonna be able to jerk off to any Zach individual Snyder side, like brought his buddy from Watchmen to be Papa Wayne. Oh yeah, and T- that's about it. Tonight, and they even put Excalibur there. Tonight, a comedian died in Gotham. <laughs> so. All right, okay, but this I I really do love how they shoot this though. Just it, like yeah, it's but... it's got that film touch in it. I don't understand how. Well, I guess it'll still come up because little Bruce Wayne's running down. He's gonna fall into the bat pit. Uh, like yeah, right on fucking cue. The, actually, in the scene, it's the the most least my least favorite part of the whole film is when Bruce. It, it's when Bruce is in the bat thing. But we'll let you get up. He throws his fist. He dies. Terrible Batman of the Flashpoint universe. Oh yeah, down for the count. Yep, but, but um. 
<laughs> the, the, and then, then we have this because honestly, like I look at these and if I knew this, mo these shots and these whole montages weren't attached to a, a movie, I think this I is this amazing. Scene. Sorry. Sorry. I love this. I love the, the pearls, the, the pearls, the view visuals on this. Well, yeah. I, Snyder does intro credits the best in the industry, in my opinion. Sorry. Um, actually, hold on. I really liked uh, no, I'm not gonna Scott disagree. Pilgrim versus the World's intro. So I'm, that's another I'm one. actually not going to disagree with you on this. this. the The cinematography is amazing. This is a well shot piece of sh a poorly edited piece of shit. Um, because uh, the, the, well, because the montages on themselves, like if you just showed me the montage and then just fade to black, I would have been like, "This is amazing." Poor Bruce had a bowl cut. But because <laughs> they're all connected into this one giant shit turd of a movie, nothing matches, and it everything just feels so awkward. Thomas reaching um, out for Martha. Yeah. Martha. See? Martha. Martha! Hey, look. There, there's that word again. It's not random, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it totally... That was... The, uh, it, it's, a, it's a reach, no. honestly, for the audience to catch it, but... I'm going to get to that later, because <laughs> we've got three hours to get through this. All right. A um, uh, pearl dropped down into the cave that Bruce Wayne fell down into, so apparently he grabbed one of those and uh, i guess but either way it's like like i said the 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 uh the the individual montages are beautifully shot to the point where like these could be amazing as their own little set pieces or like just like music videos or whatnot like a youtube video that yeah. a fan made um the, that would be fantastic i'm fine with that the visuals are great the montages are spectacular but when they are connected to the rest of the movie None of them match. None of them make sense. And because honestly, like, that's one of the worst things about a lot of the DC movies, like this one, Justice League, and uh, Suicide Squad. All right, hold it on, actually, it, no, it, hang on. it actually feels like it's just um, one giant long. Neil trailer. deGrasse Tyson tweet at me at the another thing. This. How this makes sense? All right. Oh, I gotta How's hear the story. Like, is there some sort of vortex they're creating, like wind that lifts? I don't know a presumably eighty pound child out of a tunnel. Or is this just really for symbolism? Because if it's for symbolism, I would love this to be the part where Bruce wakes up and goes, <gasps> it was a dream. Because uh, no. he's remembering things different. As you, but as he's just lifting saw, out. As you just saw, David S. Goyer wrote this screenplay, and that is not a good sign. <laughs> but um, uh, honestly, this is... Actually, you know what is interesting? This is not the weirdest uh, Bruce Wayne falling into the cave with bats scenario I've seen. Have you ever seen the uh, the alternate take? Uh, of... I love this white screen where they they do this. Have you have I you love this. have you seen the alternate take of uh, Batman Forever? No. There was actually supposed to be a giant bat that comes out of him, uh, like a giant bat creature that ensnares Bruce Wayne as he, as he hallucinates in that flashback. Oh yeah. That was check it out, folks. That's actually even dumber than this. Okay. This is this, this is my pain point. All right. Not not a pain point, but this is my painting point. Um. This is, you know, you're seeing this. This is all happening. This is Man of Steel time. Yeah. Bruce Wayne's driving through uh, cities. You're seeing countless people die, countless people uh, being murdered. Yeah. Lovely. This whole city's being destroyed. I want people to remember this part because when they come to the part where they're like, oh, Superman's moody. It's like he accidentally destroyed a whole city and millions of people well, yeah, died well, because they, of him and his race. They, they, this is them doing that, you know, to address all that stuff. But now yeah. this right here, we are yeah, yeah, we yeah. are five minutes and 50 seconds in, and I'm all. this is the point where I was like, this movie is fucked. Because they had to wait for the CEO... <laughs> to evacuate the building. Like, so here's my other question for Batman versus Superman. They were looking. There are aliens in the sky 
attacking and they have to wait for the CEO? Bruce Wayne. Oh my god. Flies. That is dumb. Look. Bruce Wayne flies from Detroit. Well, I, you know how Gotham's based on Detroit. Bruce Wayne flies from Gotham to Metropolis on a helicopter. So they're very close by. So what, you know, how far are these cities across? Is this like Detroit and uh, Toronto? Is that what it is? That's another thing that really bugs me. I always kind of pictured as Gotham is New York, like it's an e very East Coast city. Mm -hmm. And Metropolis is like supposed to be Chicago, a Midwestern kind of um, smack in the middle of like city. This so. is right here. This, ladies and gentlemen, is every traffic jam ever. Something going on, and everybody just like is stopping. And... Can can I just also say something? People are very divisive on this, and I'm in the minority here. But I really like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh no, dude! I am a fan of Batfleck. He 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 brought something to Batman that I think, uh, like when I look at the Christian Bale movies, I'm like, Batman is really skinny, and there's no way he's doing all of these like physical movements but uh, bat dude, ben ben affleck or baffling he's swole <laughs> he is he is a unit to be you know told and here's superman flying into wayne yeah in this is like seriously stop looking so dumb and run you bitch they they don't know what's going on it's no they, it's, it's... this is a post 9-11 <laughs> world dude they if there are buildings fucking falling they get out of the city as stop stop praying fuck God, this movie's he's, fucking he, stupid. He's praying because half the buildings, God, he is definitely not he getting out. He should have run instead he of... He can't get down the stairs in time. <laughs> he was just looking around with his mouth going, Ah, what do I do? This isn't... This is a, what do I do? This the script isn't needs a fault. To, this, I need to be a martyr for this movie. This isn't a fault. Also, I love that that scene where he runs in. That is actually... That's 9-11 right there, dude. You have the white right here. Yeah. And in the background, you can see a horse, I'm pretty sure, if memory serves. Yeah. Yep, there it is. There's a horse i love that because where's the police officer he is gone M, you know m-i-s-s-i-n-g but here's the thing there's so much shit that they could have easily fixed Here, here's the thing scene to make it actually pretty good but and that's why i'm being this bugged. isn't this isn't you know it this is just us living in a capitalist world okay yeah you can't leave because your boss hasn't told you so right <laughs> even though the house is burning down right you need to stay because of reasons. If they're, if they're, if the uh, if we're both because we both work together and we we if uh, we see the building going out, we fucking run. Like if there's an earthquake that's gonna put it into a sinkhole or something, I'm not gonna wait for the CEO to get out. I'm gonna run like hell. What this um, guy did. Now this now this bit right here, I actually really like, um, or the idea of this. I kind of wish that you know Bruce Wayne was already at Wayne Enterprises in Metropolis, like he was just in a meeting. And just kind of gave the order right there and then. And then everyone left. Um, and then he goes down to street level and starts helping people. This poor girl. Like, yeah. This is this is right out of, you know, kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are, dude. Like, fucking Christ. Just, why won't these people... You know what? All these people in the DC Universe deserve to die because they don't choose to wow. save themselves. Like, fuck that, dude. Um, but She's it, well, pointing up. She's like, he's like, where's your mom? She's up there. Okay, again, oh, a lot. No. Yeah, a lot of these. These. There's a lot of really good ideas. I like the fact that Bruce Wayne is fighting. You, on hold on. Did you see how he grimaced there? Yes. You know, he's looking at all these people, people who are like his employees who died, admittedly because he didn't say, "Hey, get out of the building." But yeah. he sees. Okay, he has bat vision right here. I don't know what the hell is going on, but That's he sees bad this, cinematography. This, is, this is what he's doing right here. 
He's watching these two aliens fight, one of yeah. which humankind is going to say was their savior. But he's going to look at it in a different light where he goes, this person brought this threat upon us. This person did not do this correctly. Mm-hmm. And they caused us so much pain and misery. Yeah. Also, I love this shot here because it's just like we go from all yeah, this destruction to this beautiful somewhere in the Indian Ocean. It's... We don't really – I don't think – DC, you don't really need to tell us where it is if you're not going to tell us where it is. If you're going to just say somewhere in the Indian Ocean, just don't even tell us because we're assuming it's somewhere in a tropical location. Or hell, we're going to get that information in some expositional dialogue later on anyway. They're going to be like, Um, we found it off of the Indian Ocean coast. But again, (laughs) I still really like the idea of Bruce Wayne fighting as himself on the street level while Superman tears things up. That's a great motivational setter. I actually like that. But there's just so much wrong with the staging that it just fails to capture anything. Because that actually would have been like, okay, we're actually off to a pretty decent start. Um, even though there's going to be a lot more wrong you know, for, with the movie anyway. But oh, that, it just really hurts me, the fact that there actually could have been a way to, to do that right without anything. And no we, self-respecting person. Oh, who, shit, like, we got kryptonite. Who, who's searching for relics. It's going to break that bitch open with a hammer. <laughs> and, uh, oh, look, is that product placement? It, it is Coca-Cola, the ISIS version. Uh-huh. The, oh, it did say ISIS. Oh, my God. I don't, think, so I don't st- think it said ISIS. But it said they were, ISS, didn't it? I'm pretty sure those were uh, Arabic letters. Oh, well, that definitely mean Either Coca-Cola. way, that is just really bad stereotyping. Hey, right, here's, I'm assuming this is your okay. other least favorite part. Now, Jimmy Olsen being a photographer and living for like 20 seconds. Yes. They act, okay, that's another thing. Not only are they going after Superman, but they're actually going after his, his total mythos. Like the entire, uh, like spectrum of Superman is just being shit on in this movie. They bring in, we're going to bring in Jimmy Olsen, but we're going to have him in for 20 minutes and he's going to get shot in the face. Yeah. You could have just not told like, us it was Jimmy Olsen. And wow. Just like, let, let us just say like, oh, it's Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Later. You don't have to tell us these yeah, things. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. Because if you realize you made a mistake, then it's easier to backpedal being like, that definitely wasn't Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I actually kind of like the idea that Jimmy Olsen is part spy. Yeah. Like, that's actually a really cool interpretation for Jimmy. Like, he's a, a photographer slash spy. Like, uh, he, that would make a really good team with Lois Lane, who, you know, has, like, uh, military uh, connections with her father. Because uh, her, her father's, like, a general in the uh, either the Air Force or the Army. It depends on what story so, you're reading. So, I want to point out, because this, this whole section is kind of this is actually what was extended in yeah. the in the uh uh dvd release yeah where uh they released this part because it allows them to actually explain the whole entire political back part of lex luther's plan in a way that makes sense a little yeah. bit more i i want to say a little bit more a little bit more uh also, but... i feel jimmy's pain right here when he's like oh what's that in the camera and he it's... like cracks it open he's like bro you exposed all my film right <laughs> just kill me now and they're like all right thanks. yeah dude we, <laughs> we'll do it uh for you listeners out there we both do photography on the side uh so when we see this kind of shit it's just like dude really also fun fact this movie was recorded on film and this was actually Zack Snyder's reaction when it was cracked open the first time and that's why <laughs> that's why they had to do a lot of reshoots. <laughs> also, I I want to look at this camera uh later I'm going to look back at it, but I'm like 100% sure that the camera that he was using was a Leica and he put Kodak 400 
gold in there, which is you like you are such a techno show. It's like it's like looking at it. It's like it's like putting ha- having having you know gas to put in your sports car, and it says we need premium. And you're like regular is about. What you I can are do. such a techno snob. You know that. Oh, but look at the tracker. Oh, they got a tracker. And Jimmy's like. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, I actually really like the idea that he's from the CIA. That's you know, my, fa- cool. my favorite part, no, my favorite part of any, like, spy show is how anybody can pull out a bug and be like, shit, it's a proprietary CIA bug. Or they'll be like, it's the NSA bug. It's like, bro, they got it at a Walmart. <laughs> right? <clears throat> also, I really love how every uh, tracker has to blink. Like, it's just, there's supposed to be, like, a little light battery in there to track it. Whatever. I guess uh, visually, I guess that makes sense. But either way, um, but now this happens right here. We have spent like maybe less than three minutes with him and he gets shot. What the fuck, dude? You had, we had a whole, that is, they just eliminated one of the top characters from the daily planet, which by the way, we, it's surprising that this movie's three hours long. We don't spend a whole lot of time at the daily planet. Here's my thought process though. They, they, they have Jimmy Olsen. He's in the CIA. CIA. This is my conspiracy nut theory right here. Maybe like he's it's a cover and the, there's actually a Jimmy Olsen who actually joins the planet in a, like a future Superman movie that's no. never going to be released. No, uh, I I, lo- I love this shot here. All the people on the horses. I love the fact that like the CIA would still use horses to storm into you know. Well, maybe anything. out in the desert, dude. Like, uh, yeah, whatever. The the point is, they've they've really seriously lost me here. Um, uh, and, and plus, I you you know this character is like used a lot as sort of like a almost like a Boba Fett, the mer- mercenary. Yeah, like is he like supposed to be anyone from the comics specifically? So here here's my favorite part. They're like, we're gonna kill all the uh the bad guys with our like third party mercenary people who are gonna shoot everybody to frame Superman. And it's literally like, hmm, Does would, Superman... Superman, would Superman use a gun if he has heat, you know, laser vision? It does not make sense. No, no, it does not. I mean, well, I mean, they gather them up the bodies and they burn them like right, like right here. Yeah, but they he, burn them. But Superman's going to make a pile. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is a really poor framing up, you know, like they, I, I think they could have been a lot more creative with this. Um, and then, I think I think they could have used that technology. Oh, I love this. I love the guy who flips him off. This it, is my favorite part. He's, oh yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck you, government. Yeah, that, that's a, you know that's actually really reminiscent of uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah. When like uh, you see like the 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 helicopters flying by, and you see like a uh, couple like a group of um, uh, rebels just kind of flip them off as they're flying over. So that's a, that's that's pretty cool shit. This is when Superman unironically superman's through the yeah ground, which you know, i love because he could just punch it he could laser beam it you know what's really he strange done anything but he flew through that bitch you know what's really strange this scenario is really similar to the first iron man like you know a bunch of terrorists yeah. out in the middle of desert u.s is about to strike superhero intervenes saves the day and then flies off but you know what's really interesting <laughs> they have to complicate it even more because as you know, DC, at, th- at least at this point, DC has uh, confuses complication for intelligence and length for depth. <laughs> they think if shit's longer, it's gonna be it's gonna be better, or and if it's more complicated, it's gonna be better. But clearly, I, they haven't learned that from fucking Michael Bay. Dude's definitely dead here. Yeah, not even like not even a chance he's alive. <laughs> you know, that's another thing that really bugs me. 
like they have a really interesting scenario where Superman has to figure out which power because Superman has like a laundry list of superpowers. Yeah, they never really give him like a good combo of anything. You don't. You never. Have we ever seen him use his freeze breath in this? I was actually just thinking about that. I don't think he does. Yeah, it's always like either lasers or his more frequent one punching. I would. I would honestly uh, assume that a large group of the people who are coming to see these movies aren't huge fans like us and they might not know that he has you know freezing breath and it might confuse the audience oh no that's just that's just no because like they're uh, look superman has like a lot of powers a lot of which are dumb <coughs> rebuilding the uh um the great wall of china and superman 4 that was dumb that was really dumb. That wasn't really a power. That's more of what he did. No, seriously. No, <laughs> he just looked at it, and a beam came out of his eyes, and why they would, just reversed Why the would footage. you even be a uh, superhero at that point? You could just make a business off of that. I'll I re- know, right? I'll do your roof in two seconds. Yeah, well, that, regardless, <laughs> that power was dumb. But Superman also has, like, uh, um, you know, he has uh, his cold breath. He's got his uh, heat vision. He's uh, got his super strength. He's got his speed. Um, and he Also, here, hold on. The, the way that they talk about... Uh-oh, he's pointing out a comic book to <laughs> <laughs> prove a point. Anyway, the way these people talk and, you know, explain what they, uh, they you know, have seen and experienced, it's like well, a see, damn what... poem. They're writing a novel, and it's beautifully worded. No, it's not, because we know the fact that she's lying, because what she's saying completely It was written for act. her by one Lex Luthor. That was the, the it's a hair mo- of a tail. The, Lex Luthor is not in this movie. We have Lex Luthor Jr. Well, yeah, that's true. It is Lex Luthor Jr. No, it's not Lex. Lu- it's not Lex Luthor. It's not Lex Luthor Jr. It's just Jesse Eisenberg being an asshole. It's Lex Luthor it's Jr. It's a piece of shit. Also, no X-ray vision. I I love it how they have um, football, but they have to have their actual team, their city's teams. They're like Gotham's losing. Ah oh, shit, <laughs> against Metropolis, who's fifty eight to oh, zero. Oh yeah, 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 okay. Seeing the the Gotham in football the game was quarter, kind of cool. In the fourth, the final game is fifty eight to zero with an ending touchdown. <laughs> yeah. No. No. What? Uh, that was to presumably to me, make it sixty-five to zero. Well, it's such and of an course insult. a fight breaks out because it's Gotham. Blah blah blah. Gotham is literally this scene could be cut. Honestly, this scene could be cut. This is just gratuitous. Honestly, at this nah, point, they had football. Now, and, uh, oh wait, 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 Batman three. Here, here comes like a little watch, a little tongue and cheek to Watchmen. The end is nigh. Yeah, it's a Watchmen thing. Yeah. So Zack Snyder because Zack Snyder has Zack Snyder has to make it in. Like now, this sequence on its own. Just on its own. If this was a fan film, I would say this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. This is terrifying in every single way. Um, even though that you're like, why don't these cops call in for backup if they know the Batman is in there? They can just surround the thing with SWAT. Because you see it in any of the other Batman movies. If they know Batman's in there, they bring in all the cops. All of the cops. Not just these two schmuckheads. But they have to recreate the Dark Knight Returns, so yeah. this shit has to happen. Um, although they they didn't, you know what they, you know what also bugs me. It worked better in the Dark Knight Returns because one of the cops is a rookie. I love I love it how they say it saved us a devil yes. because no man could do what they just saw. Yes, um, without the use of CGI. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, they they uh, but I really wish that they had done. They're like, they- nah, let us let us stay, bitch. I wish they. Had, <laughs> I, I wish they did. I'd go it out there. Sh- I, 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 I wish that they did what they did in uh, the Dark Knight Returns, where one of them. Hey, a look, rookie she's co- pointing up, like above. When uh, one of them's a rookie cop, um, 
and he just rushes in because he's a rookie and the older one has to go in regardless. So they could have done that really easy, but they didn't. Um, however, what because however what they do like what up here like because again the shots in, by themselves and these montages are amazing on their own because it's kind of the equivalent of you remember that um, he's walking around with a single barrel shotgun at least give this bitch a double barrel shotgun for what happens in um, Gotham <laughs> not a double barrel because then you only get two shots at least you get like six in with that it's a pump action bro I know how guns work. Um, but, uh, no, what, what, he's going to need a double barrel for this guy. (laughs) Uh, dude, he's going to need a fucking, this is just like, oh fuck is definitely what he's about to see and experience. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, he branded him. Okay. Batman's carrying around a blowtorch and a bat. Why though? Why is he branding? Cause he doesn't, the movie never explains it. He's not going to kill him, but if he puts him in the prison with the brain on him, they are most likely to be killed in prison. Why? Why if you've been... So shouldn't... Criminals, like, you know, help one oh, another this out, is, dude. This is, he's, he's okay, like, now this is cool. That's how cool. He's, how he scurries now this, is the so way, yes, The way he moves is actually pretty cool. It's like it's like watching a bat get out of your house. Oh, that guy should have... He should have died. In it. He, he should have been dead. He's, he's like, he's like, Christ, you almost shot me. He's like, I saw him. Like, you almost Good shot job. me. <laughs> Good job. You almost... Priorities, dude. But seriously, what what is it about the? Br- I don't get that. Your branded. They, they literally explain it. It's not a good reason. No, it's but not. It's a reason. Like if you're branded by Batman, let's just, let's just say Batman has gone fucking ape shit crazy like he did in Dark Knight Returns. Fine, he brands people. Fine, whatever. But how does that like say? Look, oh, you've been branded by Batman. We're gonna fucking shank you in prison. That's just prison what logic. Is- that doesn't make sense. If because you've been branded if you wear by- the bat signal, you're not a bad dude. You might be with the bat, so they kill you because you're with the bat. You have no. a bat symbol on you. No, yeah, you have a bat symbol. So- that means you've been put away just like everyone else. I don't understand why she packed a bloody shirt that she got blood on. Like... It's uh, not. It's, it's probably, not it was, that it was probably just her wine. It's not, no, no, <laughs> it's clearly blood. No, it it's clear. She was just drinking her wine. Also, her Shindadel number four wine. Up, they don't check this book that clearly has a bullet hole. Like who just let this get by? Right. All right. My nitpicks aren't really with you know. My nitpicks are really small things that you can look past and not care about. Uh huh. But yeah. Seriously, how'd they let this go by? <laughs> I don't know. It's dumb. This movie's dumb. Also, gratuitous uh, Lois Lane nude scene. It's not really nude. She's just, she's naked in a tub. It's, it's still gratuitous. It's tasteful. It's still gratuitous. Also, here's another weird thing. You tell me. You tell me. You go through a traumatic experience product placement. Like that. Um, but you know what? You, you're gonna go through a traumatic experience like that, and you're gonna go home and be like, "Let's watch some TV." No, you're gonna sit in a bathtub and cry and act like everything's okay. But it's really not. It's whatever. But you never want to lay in a bath. You know what? This scene's also another big beef that I have with the movie. We are in this movie. Is that a pun intended? No, we we are in. Shut up. We are in this movie for three fucking hours. This is the most we see of Lois and Clark's relationship. We saw a lot of it last movie. No, we and we're seeing a lot. They just got. They got together at the last in the last third of the movie, and. When they become like a Lois and Clark thing, it's literally the last two shots of the movie of Man of Steel. So this is the longest we have to see these two characters bond. 
and in a span of a movie that lasts three hours, that's really heinous. Yeah, they gotta set up the plot while they're fighting. It's a WWE theme. They gotta hype it up. Oh, n- yeah. But we only have to wait two hours before let, the let's actual also talk fight about this. starts. She's like, "I'm all sad. I'm really sad. I'm, you know, kind of shooken up by everything." And you know, Henry Cavell's like, "Here's a rose." Yeah. Oh, that's, she's like, "Oh yeah." And he's you know like, what? You're... He's like, he gives. Look at this smile he's giving her. He's like. That means we're gonna yeah. we're gonna bone. You're totally totally right. Now, <laughs> also, this fucker gets his socks wet getting in this thing. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I was I, no. Actually, you're. I will now uh, agree with you. This was not gratuitous. Uh, Lois Lane nude scene. This is gratuitous. Uh, Henry Canville topless scene. No, that's okay. It's all right. We got a lot of that in Man of Steel. And this is for the ladies out there who uh, had to come here but to watch this movie with their boyfriend. It's dumb, though. Also, you, you know, that's another weird thing about the evolution of the Superman. Have you noticed how they, the male standard uh, has evolved throughout the times? Look at You look at uh, George Reeves back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. He's kind. He kind of has a bit of a girth to him, but he's still a really good-looking Bro, look guy. At, look at Ben Oh, Affleck. yeah, dude. Dude is built like a mafia director. Um, but Jeremy Irons is by far one of my favorite. Uh, no, when you look at the uh, the evolution throughout the years, like he, you notice that Superman gets more cut throughout the ages until a point where it becomes almost inconceivably like godlike. He's got to be, I guess, L- lifting trains and building the Great Wall of China like that. Whatever, but I do like the Batcave design in here. Uh, but you know what's actually another really frustrating about the production design? We're not, we're never really allowed to see it. Because if you notice, a lot, uh, like most of the of the Batcave that we see here, um, there's not really a whole lot of like wide shots like this. We've got like a couple of good establishing shots, but for the most part, these scenes play out either looking at screens or in a cl- in close-ups. We never really get to see the really like to step back and see the breadth of the uh, the environment. Even though, but I do really like the fact that. This one, this like a uh, um, bat uh, underground patio or like a bat cave is a little bit uh, is a lot more high tech because let's face it, this is an older Batman who's been doing this for a while. So. Yeah, but he... but has it shouldn't Alfred be like ninety years old at this point? Because nah. Jeremy, no, Jeremy Irons. We actually saw Jeremy Irons when Bruce Wayne was a little boy, and then we're told this was a really old Batman. Alfred has aged maybe ten years. I I feel like Ben Affleck in this is supposed to be like. 35 or 40 maybe well that's still 30 years um jeremy irons only aged like 10 years he is the butler of a very rich family he moisturizes every day Uh hence the olay uh (laughs) product Product. oh my god that's dumb (laughs) but yeah now we yeah so now we've okay the the dialogue in this movie is so fucking it's so bloated. It's like it's trying because you know that's like one of the big complaints that I have about the Dark Knight series is that they have to feel like they have to explain their philosophy outright to the audience. Like that's that's fine every once in a while, uh, and that's like one of the few things that I really complain about Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Um, Here's but, your favorite. Part. Oh my God! I hate you. Get off the screen. I hate this Lex Luthor. But yeah, the, the whole the whole philosophy talks in this movie is just kind of it it's too much. It, it feels like they've been they they took a philosophy one hundred and one class and just wrote down they tried to fit in everything that they learned in that class into the script at once, and it's bad. This is this is not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is so much more pimp. You're right. This is Lex Luthor before he becomes Lex Luthor. No, it's not. 
No, we're, it's not. We're waiting for the Justice this League is, Doom. This is such a horrible, horrible miscast. Actually, I'm, what are they called? The Injustice League, or what's that? Uh, the I think it's the Injustice. I don't know, but um, uh, the the uh, the Legion of Doom. Yes, Legion yeah. of Doom. He will be Lex Luthor in that movie if they Fuck make it. Fuck that shit. I'm not gonna no, because I hate him as Lex Luthor. And there's General Zod is um on, uh being ch- uh, cut with a kryptonite scalpel. How they managed to form that and how they managed to figure out the whole uh cri- the kryptonite thing so fucking fast, and how Lex Luthor also figured out how to line that wheelchair that wheelchair bomb with lead. How does he know? So fucking fast. Don't tell me he's an evil genius. He's an evil genius. This dude. is no, there needs to be some sort of explanation. Also, this Asian chick is really digging Lex Luthor. I don't know who she's Why? To be. I don't know. That's because this is this is not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is cold and charming and I, calculated. I feel I feel this like guy is a cartoon. I feel like he is cold and charming in this movie because he charms. The no, he's to be no, on no side. he is not cold. He is so he is a sociopath. Dude, he that's he exactly a, what no, a cold he's a, person is. No, a cold person is unfeeling and uncaring. That's a sociopath. Uh, no, I'm talking uh, I'm talking about an attitude of cold. Oh, like he's like just a sociopath. No. Sociopath is how, is how someone feels. <laughs> cold is how someone acts. If like I'm if you just like that hence the whole cold shoulder thing. Um, Lex Luthor should you be a lot more. You tell me, someone who ain't cold would not put this Jolly Rancher in another person's mouth. No, that is no. That is straight up what I would be doing. No, 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 no. You are wrong, sir. Because Le- Lex Luthor has always. Also, this is very uh, close to real life because there are no watermelon or cherry ones in there. I think there's only just like grape. And your like, priorities are wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lo- also I. The biggest thing I like about uh, Man of Steel 2, Batman versus Superman, is just how the two movies kind of feel like Man of Steel's part one, and then this is part two. Yeah, part, I like part one a lot better. Because, because you know, there's continuing continuation of, you know, themes and also just set pieces that we get to see over and over again. I want to get out of these set pieces. Also... I really dig this look uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor Jr. is wearing right here with the, the this like gray blue suit with these uh sneakers. Yeah, and the bad hair. I oh like my... the bad hair. No. But you know what? He would look better in a buzz cut. No, he uh, what is <laughs> Lex Luthor is so much more pimp in the comics and, and in the you know, the animated shows, dude. Like it's it's kind of amazing how childish these movies act. And how like adult the uh, the cartoons that are supposedly for children act, you know? Because I although I do really like the uh, the casting for Mercy, but Jesse Eisenberg here is not the choice at all for Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor Jr. Call him whatever you want. He's not right. I didn't like him in American Ultra. Uh, in American Ultra, I didn't like him in Zombieland. And Wait, you didn't like him in American Ultra? No, all, American Ultra is a piece of shit. What piece of shit? Piece of shit, piece of shit, piece of shit, and I owe it a lot to Jesse Eisenberg because he's just not—he's just not the right character. Oh, never mind. I, I spoke too soon. It is a cherry. He gets a cherry. <sighs> that is the worst product placement I've ever seen, like ever. Also, I would not lick my fingers after that. These eggs are clearly fake. Yes, <laughs> very fake. You saw no y- yolk, you know, rumbling. Mm-hmm. It's—it's because we're distracted by Henry Campbell bod. 
but um, it's okay. We're okay with it. No, I, I look. It's it's not the fact that I don't think he's good looking. He is amazing. This is great to ask but, him how he decides which lives count and which ones do not. Now, see, that's a great Superman more uh, dilemma. I like that idea because I don't think like Superman's like actual physical or um, abilities should be tested, but his moral choices should be. Literally, literally what they're doing right here. Well, no, 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 no. You, they've made their biggest mistake also with the character is uh, they say we're going to make Superman dark and gritty because dark and gritty is what DC is. Wrong. Super, you can put Superman in a dark and gritty world. That's fine, but you can't put make Superman dark and gritty himself. Superman has to be the light in the dark, not be the dark part of another a dark canvas. Then it just fades to black and it's well, nothing. So here, here, here's the big thing. This is why this character is interesting in this film. Oh, I actually like this because piece. because this is his. You were talking about how his powers aren't tested. It's his moral prowess that are tested, and this is exactly here. He leveled a whole city in a fight against his own kind that he drew here, basically, and. Because he did, this guy's family died, and he and lost every, his legs. And too. he lost his legs, and 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 obviously he cannot stand on his own, so he has to do this. And you know what? You know, see that's right, good. Right here, there, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So he's going up here writing false prophet because people are like, Superman saved us. They saved the planet, which he did. Yes, but he's also he's also you're not you guys aren't realizing. To do that, he destroyed my whole life. He destroyed my city. He destroyed all Which of this. Which is great. I like that. Which is arc. why when you say, "Why is Superman so damn moody?" Superman feels this pe- pressure. He feels You're right. the stress, and his, this is this is a moral thing for him, where he's going. For me to sit back and do nothing, I can't do that. Oh, but... he does nothing. That's what bugs me. What? He, he regularly does. It's been 18 months since he showed up. He's not had one press conference. Superman makes press conferences in the comics. Don't tell me that. He's, he shows he's up been, in this one for one and does not go well. Oh, yeah. and uh, But, uh, yeah, it's been 18 months and he's finally going out to the press. Like, he's, he's sitting there whining and bitching and thinking, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm okay with him having that, asking himself that question. But the fact that he actually does nothing for it really pisses me off because Superman is one to act. He will get, he well, yeah, will go he, to the press. A, he a will lot, talk a to lot the people. A lot of the time when we're seeing a Superman, we're seeing a Superman of many years, of many experiences. You're talking to a guy who's been a hero for maybe, you said, 18 months, yeah. if that. I mean, that's a year and a half. He's still figuring things out. He's still figuring uh, out where his stuff is. Also, over there is Gotham. Yep. As you can tell, which is honestly one of the things where, like, watching this film, that's, you that's... had to really wrap your head around that. Literally, Gotham is Detroit and yeah. Metropolis is Toronto in this case. That's yeah. the only, like, realistic geographical location yeah, that you can get to. Yeah, and that really bugs me because Metropolis and Gotham are very different personalities oh, yeah. and cities. So to merge them together for like plot convenience is horrible because now you've eliminated either identity. When you look you know, at these, you know what it probably more likely is it's it's New York and uh, the rest of New Jersey. <laughs> That's probably more likely which, now that I'm thinking which, about it. Which sucks because like Metropolis and Gotham each have their own very distinct personalities and tone and and look and feel. 
and to merge them so close. Oh, I love this line. Yeah, he's hunting. Yeah, and uh, he's angry. What what whatever that is supposed to be. That's also, like I love this Bruce Wayne's like trying to get information. Okay, how the fuck? He's, he throws the, the guy back in the grid. He's like, get back in there. I need this information. No, 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 no. I think actually Bruce is supposed to give him like uh, coaching lessons for how to fight. Because there's this one point where, uh, uh, yeah, no, he actually told the guys like cut under his left. I think he like whispered something like watch out for his left or whatever. And then he takes him down and he's like, yeah, thanks for the advice. Because obviously Bruce Wayne knows how to fucking fight. Yeah. Right here. That exchange. I, lo- um, I love the I love the Ben Affleck how does, nod. Like how does this. no one recognize Bruce Wayne is also, down here? I'm real mad about this. This is the stupidest product placement. This is a... He, he uses a Windows phone, a Nokia Lumix. I mean, come on. What? This is 2016. Windows phone is dead. Far oh, they tried doing here. that in Man of Steel with their Nokia phones and whatnot. I mean, granted, I do like the look of them. It's no. just they're not profitable and it's not a good idea. But anyway, um, what, what was I doing? Yeah, the fact that they have uh, Metropolis and Gotham so close together, they their identities become so merged and it's hard to tell where you're at. Uh, uh, from a visual standpoint, like if you look at the uh, the the bright and splendor of Metropolis to the grim, almost hellish nature of Gotham, because they both look dark and gritty, you can't tell which one is which. Yeah. So that's a huge. huge I, will, I will say though, most of the shots in Metropolis are in the daytime, while most of the shots in Gotham are during the nighttime. Yeah, but it still has bo- that bo- same aesthetic. It really should have been Bruce Wayne is on a mission into Metropolis and everything happens in Metropolis. Mm. Or, or, or you know, Bruce Wayne's doing his shit in Gotham and then, you know, Clark Kent goes, oh, I need to go to uh, Gotham to find out more about this bad guy. And I go there and then the rest of the movie happens there. Now, here's another thing that I actually really thought wouldn't work necessarily. Lawrence Fishburne as uh, Perry White. I actually didn't know whether or not that would work or not. I love it. Lawrence Fishburne is a Lawrence Fishburne is, is an cool. American treasure. He is pretty cool. Although I really wish that he would, you know, uh, uh, in here uh, I didn't uh, in Man of Steel. I really didn't care for him too much, but here I actually like him a lot more because uh, this is Perry White's thing. He's the one who you know kind of negotiates constantly, annoyingly so with. Uh, Lois Lane, like you, I love how Lois Lane is uh, arguing Um, about that. But he's always about the truth. He's always trying to get down to like the real thing, and always it never cuts corners and never gets and gives any of his reporters any like you know unnecessary leeway. So that I really like about uh, his performances, uh, um, Perry White. Go, you go, Lawrence Fishburne. You and Batfleck are definitely one of the better things about this movie. Um, so. uh, and of course, you know Clark Kent also has to go behind his back. <laughs> I, I the one thing I wish is when he was acting as Clark Kent, they made him do kind of like the hunch, the buffoon kind of. Yeah. Know, all right. This is the whole part, which talks about you know the, the, the this is the second time we uh, see the repeating, well the third time really, of the. You know, devils come from the sky. They don't come from below. Oh, hey, angels blah, don't. blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's a whole Look, theme. I am okay with you do, using that kind of philosophy because it's great when it's used like a, a just some minor salt and pepper shakes. But when you turn that into the main meat of your sandwich, it becomes so overwhelming that it's just it doesn't work because there's a really great um, bit that I really love that it kind of uses this same kind of uh, – um, philosophy talk uh, in justice league unlimited where uh professor hamilton makes a uh, a superman girl clone 
and she's he says to Superman after he feels betrayed by him, he's like, I thought you were a guardian angel fallen from the sky to save us all. But then Lucifer was an angel too, wasn't he? That's can a great. Can we also talk about he says the red capes are coming, the red That's capes dumb. are coming? That's no, dumb. because it's it's like who knows if more of Superman's people will come here and we've got to be ready. Apparently, this is Why the only he mineral. Tell them they're all dead. Ew. Why hasn't Superman said they're How? all dead? Superman thought his whole plan was dead, and then fucking Zod showed up again. He, he well, he he knew that How, Zod did... was the last of his kind. That's why he went. Yeah. Well, yeah, he knew then. But I mean, if Zod's out there, then who knows if Just other people are in the Superman, Phantom Zone? Superman should like be when he rescues people. He should have some press conferences. He should be saying he should sm- fucking crack a smile because Superman likes saving people. That's like his thing. Like I that's actually this poor boy's the, neck got no, a big old grin on my the, face. The gratitude of what Superman does, like um, the pleasure that he gets that knowing that he's doing good, is what cancels out all the the grim like things that he has to see on no. a daily basis and all the moral dilemmas. They come from the sky. Yeah. Oh, I know. So like the philosophy in when it's used in moderation and it's certain beats. But just, it's really effective. But just wait till Aquaman, everybody. Sometimes the devils also come from the sea. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You know, I still need to see Aquaman. I hear it's it's, it's, it's very good. I hear Jason Momoa's uh, bromance, or yeah. just like his bro appeal, is just enough to make that movie not completely sink. No the, pun the, intended. The the, the 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 big problem right now is Amber Heard and the whole entire. All, all the things she did so, to Johnny. Bruce yeah. Wayne is really hung up on his parents' death, and I know that's like a thing. Who wouldn't be? But, Jesus Christ, uh, your parents a, were killed in front of you. Here's a legit question that I have for this movie. Uh, why is he so hung up on his mom and not his dad? Okay, because isn't that really weird? Like, he, he why, why does Batman choose? Batman shouldn't be choosing favorites. They're both dead. Why is why, why does mom get more uh, time in this one? And you know what's really interesting though, in the Dark Knight trilogy, dad gets all a lot more time in Batman Begins. Like it's your father's company. It's your father's. You look like your father. Well, yeah, but your family. It's your father's fire, name. Mother. It's your father's house. N- mom never gets mentioned. The, this this whole part that began the nightmare. Yeah, the the I nightmares mean... are really because again these montages. There's so much care and effort and put into these montages. But they're not meant to so- serve an overarching story. They're oh, just look. He's got some. See, he's got some pills. Yeah, wash it down with some chateau. Oh, yeah. God. Well, that's that's straight out of Dark Knight Returns. I mean, you could see. He, he, you know, he, they're actually going to have dialogue straight from the comic, where it's like you. It's like there's should, there's not going to be another bottle, another generation of Waynes you left to have any of the wine. So like, in just an empty cellar. So. Um, and and I do kind of like the fact that uh, yeah, like right here where he's like, hope the next generation of Waynes won't inherit an empty wise. This is straight. This is completely copied and pasted from the Dark Knight Returns comic book. Like yeah. s- seriously, like they're not even trying to hide it. Um, and I and that to me is just really really lazy writing because I know for a fact while David S. Goyer was writing this, he was just taking a transcript off the internet and pasting it into the screenplay. That's. That's just really lazy. Eh, I like the line. It's a good line. It is a good line when it's used in the comic and used. Because, look, if you guys are going to make a Batman v Superman, if you want to do a Batman versus Superman or make a Dark Knight Returns adaptation, fine. Just keep it Dark Knight Returns and not try to tie it in with anything else. 
because when you try to serve when you when you try to serve two completely separate stories they get they uh they clash and they don't mix and nothing makes sense because uh i was actually talking to my girlfriend and she said you know what was one of the biggest uh perks about this thing was the editing half the time i didn't know where i was um i had to ask three different like uh uh fans on what the hell was happening and plus just because the uh each of these quote-unquote scenes are meant to serve these more bigger and dramatic shots Ooh. yeah no this is Ooh. actually this is actually kind of a cool little thing jokes on you batman yeah with the whole jason todd thing that's actually kind of a cool i'm Easter just egg. waiting for my boy dick grayson to show up uh didn't he kind of already and he said fuck you batman no, that's uh, that's in Titans. That's not part of the DCEU. It might as well be. I mean, it's still kind of the same tone. <laughs> it looks it looks like it's you, the exact same universe, photographically it, speaking. It, it's a very good show. If you guys haven't seen Titans or um, Doom Patrol, they're very good. Okay, Just he, go watch this, them. This is another thing that I really want to know out. Del- D- the derelict da- Wayne Manor. What the hell happened? I want to know what happened. I actually am curious. Tell me, movie, but the movie never tells you. Well, I can only assume it's like, you know, uh, what was it? Oh, my God. You're a reporter and you don't know who Bruce Wayne is? You idiot. Fire that reporter. (laughs) But you were saying. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, there's uh, plenty of comics where Bruce Wayne or, or, you know, uh, movies where Bruce Wayne burns down the mansion. It's more of him letting go of Bruce Wayne and going full into the bad. I, well, I mean, I've seen, we've seen Man- Wayne Manor destroyed many times, both yeah, in the comics did. and in the films. But what I really want to know is what specifically happened in this universe. The movie never gives you that. No. Ever. No, and because that's... we're jumping straight to Justice League and it's to catch up with Marvel. That's well, it. That, yeah, there's no time. Sp- it's amazing. We're in a three hour movie and we're not given enough time for all this stuff. They're literally blowing through like maybe four or five good uh, movies worth of material in just three hours, which is really a, a, a real shame. And of course, we have more fucking full. You know what? I want to know just how, what the percent, the exact percentage of Lex Luthor's dialogue and how much. I of love it. how I love how Wonder Woman's like, God, you are so wrong on all these God things. I've met yeah. the dude, and no, that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know the exact percentage of how much Lex Luthor's dialogue is attributed to some form of philosophy talk, because I'm pretty sure it's in like the 80s or 90s, and it, yeah. and that's just. It's boring to hear. It's kind of like it's it's sort of like if Morpheus never shut the fuck up about uh, what the Matrix is and vague and cryptic stuff about it. Like that's just all right. Can we talk about his data transfer device plugs into a coaxial cable? Right. It's amazing how these spy devices are always like immediately able to plug into anything. He's like, like, I had a little much to drink. I thought the bathroom was down here. She's like, you're doing something a little. uh, You're suspicious. That is like weird shit. Like that is really suspicious. She's supposed to be. That's mercy, by the way. They never. They she gets addressed as mercy once. You know, Lex uh, Luthor's bodyguard, right? You know, I'm pretty sure Lex Luthor invites Bruce Wayne because he knows he's the bad man. Like there's there. He's got to. He, well, no, duh. There's they, no fucking way. Lex Luthor's plan is so fucking complicated. Like, it's just... It's, no. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the fact is they addressed her as Mercy once. And anyone who reads the comics knows that Mercy is, like, super smart and a vicious warrior for uh, for what she is. Um, so the fact that she just believes Bruce Wayne's bullshit story and walks away 
is really insulting li- to the character's I like, intelligence. I like things he said here. No, the I don't. paradoxical is to have knowledge without power. I'm actually convinced that Jesse Eisenberg didn't read the script and he just started ad-libbing. I'm okay with it. No, I'm not okay with that. Lex Luthor is precise. He is not an improv. He doesn't bullshit. This he is plans Junior. And, he plans and schemes down to the Luther tiny... Lex Junior. Town to... No. 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 I'm very angry about Lex Luthor here. It's just... I, w- I will say, though, I feel like Batman smiles more than Superman does in this film because I've seen it a little too many times. Batman I mean, smiles more than Superman? Yeah, I just seen him smile like twice there. He's like pretty wow, bad habit actu- smiles. You, you <laughs> actually might be right, dude. That is that's that's really bad. Why? I feel like I'm giving into your hate of this movie. I need to do a little bit more pushback. Yes, this is this is making it even worse. And also this is like the very first time Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent meet. You know, honestly, the it's amazing He's how He's calling out the uh was it well, yeah, the it's Daily almost... Planet, because the Daily Mail is pretty close to that. You write a puff piece about it every time someone saves a fucking cat. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? Sorry, Sherry. Yeah, well, you know what the, <laughs> you know what the weird thing is? Like, this conversation actually feels like they already know each other's secret identities. If they actually figure, like, let's say they met, sort of like they do in some of the animated series, where batman or superman uh stops batman from interrogating someone he's like bat wait bat bat wayne bruce man i hate uh... this was in when this showed up in the trailer my heart sank because of how the tone of lex luthor but you should not pick a fight with this guy he's like i know who you are (laughs) oh my god i hate everything um anyway but can you imagine if they had if batman and superman met as their alter egos like superman and batman met first then Superman looks underneath the uh, the mask and says, "Oh my God, it's Bruce Wayne!" And then Superman and then Batman follows Superman home and figures out he's Clark Kent. And then this conversation happens while like Lex Luthor is right in between them. The tension would have been so much higher because they can't reveal each other's identities Batman's to anyone sh- except the, each other. They Batman just, they can only does hint the about Irish it. goodbye here. Yeah, he leaves, and then Superman with his X-ray vision. Okay, oh, now this gone. like this is so tacked on. Like Day know, of the Dead celebration. You know what's weird? Play. There's so much screen watching in this movie. Everyone's watching the news, and that's oh. how we get a lot of our. Well, that's, that's lazy writing. That's how we all get our news. No, we get it on our Uh-oh. Facebook feeds. <laughs> we get it. No, these these days, there's. Let's be honest. The fastest like way news spreads is usually online and Facebook. Oh well, yeah. Who watches actually? Because who? First off, I feel like if a character in a movie plays fun, it's like oh shit. There's a fire at a theme. I gotta go. I'd rather see that happening than see a guy pull out his phone. Um, we actually saw that in Into the Spider Verse. When spoilers, if you haven't seen, because I know this is a separate movie entirely. Uh, when, when Peter Parker dies, everyone starts looking on their phones, and then we see it on the news feed. We see but, on both. But the point is, like, it's only on the TV screens. No, that's and that's not the first way that we would get it. And again, th- now this moment, this shot right here is really cool. But for the love of God, Superman, look like you give a shit. He does. No, he doesn't. People have died, and he just saved some person. He looks set. He. Hey, look! There's a smile. I ha- see a smile. Yeah, and it's in half. And it's from a weird angle where he. It's not the focus. The focus is be odd. Be odd. Like, 
He is a god amongst us. Yeah, and that has been literally hammered in since frame one! It's annoying! Oh my god, stop with the philosophy and religion talk. completely surrounded by people who love him. I love this. I love this shot so much. Yeah, the shot is cool this on its own. Badass. But edited in with all the, uh, the, 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 the philosophy and the, uh, the moral talks and the news talks, it's annoying. Like, just let me see this image. And also let me feel the image within... Because, con- look, moments, the great shots and great moments like this land with great and wonderful poignancy when they are subservient to the plot and they work in context to the character arcs and the story arcs, not just to for the sake of looking so, cool. So They're great trailer moments. I this wa- shot here is amazing here. on it, its own. In a movie in a b- movie universe where we're taking the source material from comics that were created in a different age in which his peak period was in a different era, to take a character and put him into no, no, the no, no, modern no. day era. Now, wait. To take him and put him into a modern day this area pretty cool where too. everything is pl- publicized and conversed about on the news till its death, and everybody has different uh, viewpoints, is very, very realistic. You can't, you can't take a character from you know his peak time in the forties and fifties and bring. Oh, him- he his peak night was not in the fifties. Well, whatever, it, it, in the past, because obviously his peak time is not right now. To bring him into this uh, generation and think that his uh, actions would be the same is kind of laughable. No, 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 no. My actual, actually, my point that totally uh, because he can have a new peak time because his peak times were in the seventies and the uh, the nineteen forties, and it can be again because of the times we live in. So you know, you know how how Iron Man and Iron Man. The government wants us. I I want to finish this this point here. In the 1930s, we had the Great Depression and World War II. So we needed a superhero to lead us. That's when he was popular. In the 1950s, when the war was over, that's when Superman dropped to an all-time low. In the 60s, he started to gain, uh, gain back up because of the civil rights and whatnot. And then in the 70s, after the horrors of the Vietnam War, we needed it again. And that's why the original Superman with Christopher Reeve in 1978 was so popular, because we needed a hero to bring us back from the grim and gritty era of the 70s and the anti-heroes that dominated the screen, and to also feel like, you know, we're okay after the horrors of the 70s and of the Vietnam conflict and the Watergate scandal. And now that we're in this dark economic, geopolitical and uh, state of where we are today with the, you know, global warming and the division of us politics and all these awful things. And the, um, the biological disasters that are going around and all the different wars that are going on. This kind of, uh, hold on, sorry, this pa- kind of, uh, hold on, this, la- this kind of groundscape is what, uh, po- is what the potential for great heroes to come in and shine brighter than ever. Great, uh, awful times make great heroes. And we are living in awful times and this, t- and when we had the perfect time to have a great Superman movie, we didn't. And that's what really, really ticks me off. I'm like 90% sure this is Cat Grant. Which one? Blonde. Or she's somebody. Oh, yeah. I forget who she is. I, anyway, what I was going to say is, um, uh, in, in a couple scenes before here, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you missed, you were talking through, um, the congresswoman, she said, Superman shouldn't act unilaterally. That's just... That's just another uh, showing that 
the government wants to control, you know, something oh, yeah. so powerful, and that's what they're going after. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. They, it's a theme also used in Iron Man. Yeah, and, they totally. Yeah, I, I'm I'm totally fine with them going that route. But the fact is, Superman would uh would actually confront them immediately and say, "Listen, I respect your respect that, but I'm not going to be beholden to one government." I want to uh, take matters into my own hands because the safest are my own. A lot of you might not agree with that, but that's the way I'm going for. And uh, so I don't, I don't mind the fact that there are a lot of critics out there for Superman that say that he does have too much power because that's a totally legitimate thing for people like us to say. I'm just saying Superman needs to address that himself instead of just kind of doing these amazing stunts and not say anything about them or really get a sense that he feels like he's actually doing good. Because half the time he really just wonders if, am I even, is this even worth it? You look at, you look at uh, Clark Kent looking at the news and all the reports and all the critics. He just kind of has this look at his, his, um, the direction and his performance and the editing all tell me that I don't know if this is worth it. I'm doubting myself. And I don't think I should be doing this where he should be like, I need Superman would uh, the character of Superman in my eyes would be like, I can do this better. I'm going to tell people what I can do. And I want to show people that I can make the, the difference and be the the uh, the hero that I was meant to be. That's that's something that's supposed to be in his heart. So, yeah. And again, this is uh, this whole brand has been branded, and he's going to get put... told the dude to go stab him. Yeah, now, I don't understand that. Wouldn't criminals look at the bat brand and be like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. You got in here by the bat. We're going to gang. You know what? We're going to form the the uh, the brand the the bat brand, and we're going to turn that against him and break out and kill the bat because he sent us in the jail. But instead, like, oh, you got hit by Batman. Fuck you. You got to die." Like, that doesn't make sense. That does not make sense. I don't understand the logic behind that. Like, I, look, I'm, I'm not, I've never been to prison. I don't understand prison culture. But to me, to be branded by Batman and get thrown into prison, that doesn't feel like a death sentence. That feels like a sympathy. So, that feels like a sympathy hug earner. So this guy right here. Yeah. Oh, the general? Yeah. All I see is Lawrence Fishburne discount. <laughs> they just got a second Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, did did you think the same thing when you saw him in, as uh, Commander Locke in the Matrix? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not sure what this actor's name is, and I feel bad about that. But... Well, yeah, because you're not allowed to get into character development. It's all just like trying to, you know, subserve this weird ar- overarching story. It's just, it's not, yeah, it's because it, it, there's, you don't get to know a lot of these characters. It's just a lot of exposition and philosophy talk and not a whole lot of real character. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a – I don't like this. Um, and, of course, now we're back at the Daily Planet, and it's kind of amazing how we jump to, we jump to the scene almost unceremoniously. Like, you remember I, I, love, I love how Lloyd Fishburne walks up and he's like he's – like, Clark, you didn't write about the football game. But Clark's like, come on, man. Nobody cares. We won 65 to 0. <laughs> What's the scoop you want there? You know, that's very true. But also this whole 1938 thing, that actually feels like an attack against Superman's identity. It's like, this isn't 1938. This whole movie it's, it's, is an it, attack it, on it. it. No, it, Yeah, it's, you're right. It's as if to say, look, Superman's prime is gone. 
fuck you, we don't like him, but we're going to have him in this movie anyway because we're contractually obligated. This hurts. And hi, John Stewart. Um, I don't know how why they. I, I guess you he's know, talking about how American Superman is. You know, actually, I wonder. Do you know how like uh, John Stewart, whether or not he's a Superman fan or not? Because I feel like that's the only reason why I would be here. Um, Who knows? Well, I do know that. Um, I mean, is Comedy Central owned by Warner Brothers, and he was just paid to do it? <laughs> that's that may be. Um, but I do know that there is like a longtime Batman fan who's been in a lot of the Batman films. Uh, he's also just like a big comic book fan. Uh, Senator Patrick Lay. Uh, he's actually the senator of Vermont. Who is who? Uh, the other senator for Vermont, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but Patrick Leahy is a big Batman fan, and he actually cameoed in uh, Batman and Robin. Um, and you remember the uh, the gentleman that the Joker grabs at the uh, the party that he breaks in? He's like, "You remind me of my father. I hated my father." That was actually him. That was that was uh, Patrick Leahy, um, and he also made a cameo as one of the board members in uh, in Gotham. And in this movie, he plays the uh, one of the senators at the uh, the Congress hearing, and uh, you know also when I love I, this Batman, it's a fake. Well, yeah, <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? Like when the uh, when the obviously it's a fake. Well, when the uh, the museum curator was like just you know jerking off and tell, talking about it and just saying, oh, it's such an exquisite piece. I'm like, I know now I know it's a fake because Wonder Woman's there and she's gonna be like, it's a fake. <laughs> and what well, does yeah, Bruce Wayne say? It's a it. fucking fake. It's a fucking fake. Stealing's um, not polite. And also, Gal Gadot, you deserve so much better of a first appearance in this movie. I think she does a great part uh, no, in this she, movie. Gal Gadot is fantastic here, and she's even better she, in her own she, movie. She literally appeared in this movie to get us all hyped for Wonder Woman. Yeah, and well, to me, that that feels like really be- I feel I feel awful on her part for it because... Wonder Woman is a much more significantly better movie. Like that's one of that's probably the best origin superhero movie I've seen since Batman Begins. Um, and Gal Gadot is great here. She's even better in Wonder Woman. But it's just the fact that she really doesn't get to do anything in this movie that pisses me off. Because I don't know, she does a good amount. She gets. It's, she it's not called. At, it's not called Trinity. It's not called Batman versus Superman and also Wonder Woman. It's called Batman vs. Superman. She's not the focus, but she's a guest star to set up for their cinematic universe. And Jerry knows that, doesn't work. And you know what? I really but, hate that whole spinoff bait. I hate spinoff bait so much because so much of the time it never pays off. Like, well, I don't know. Remember, no, Marvel did, you, did a whole lot of it in the first couple of movies, and it paid yeah, because, off. You, oh, they and know they how to pay it. off. But like, I see it in other movies like Amazing Spider-Man and uh, the, the Mummy and the Transformers movies. Like there's like what's well, so- the one in the mummy? Uh, you in the mummy, dude? They fucking stopped the movie halfway through to tell you about all the the uh, the other monsters that are out there. Like I'm the pre- okay with that. No, that's dumb. That's that's little. They literally stopped the movie halfway through to show you their own diet version of Shield. Oh with, yeah, with them. Oh okay. yeah, this is just cool. I'm okay, sorry. what the? It's uh, apocalypse. Look, this on its own. If this was its own like trailer or like its own prologue, this would have been amazing as a geek. But the fact that we like the where are we? We are one hour and five minutes in, and the fact that this is where it comes, it's so. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Why are we in the apocalypse? Why is bat like? It looks cool. It's Mad Max meets Batman. Uh, meets the uh you know superman apocalypse but i'm like 
what the hell are we? How does this fit in with the rest of the story? Tell us, movie. Because, you know. Because it's a fucking dream sequence and it's such a fucking stupid cop-out. Well, here's the thing. Here's it's a cop-out. So, I don't I know look, about I, you. Look, but I when I read a comic book, it comes out once every month, right? Uh-huh. But we're, we're here. But it, is... if I'm going to read a comic book... I don't know what's gonna happen in the next one. It's yeah, it's I'm only knowing what's happening in this one. But this isn't it's a com- like it's like a comic book. Dude. No, this isn't it's a, a comic, comic book. book. This is movie. a gra- this is supposed to be a graphic novel where the whole thing you get the whole volume in one sitting. We're look, if this was if this was a even, TV show even in if this a was volume, a TV show, then you could have that argument. Even but in not a here. volume, you don't figure out the whole end all be all. It's just the start of it. It's one part of the whole series. That's the whole part of this. It's building it up. We are. I, I don't even know what's to, going to on. Zack Snyder's dream sequence and dream trilogy, in which then he was let go. The dr- the dreams makes no sense. Oh, Look, shit! The dr- it's a bomb. It, yeah, it's it's a trap. Oh no! Look, I I'm not saying that this looks amazing. The I love the uh, the the stylized cinematography. I love the costume design. I love the set design, and I really love Batman's look here. But what the fuck does it have to do with the rest of the movie? It, it, it's all why he should fight. Also, Batman. here's another thing. Are you notice the Superman, the, the Superman, uh, logos, uh, yeah. the logos on their shoulders. Like that's cool. Does Superman have an army now? What is going on? Tell us, movie. Tell us. It's not. It's I just mean, a fucking dream I mean, sequence. They do kind of tell us. They do. It's they wow. really do. You just have to pay attention to the movie. No, no, no. It's just I mean, implying I mean, without any it. payoff. Think look, about it. Also, look at the choreography he here. Look at the choreography. That one yeah. guy was waiting for that guy, for Batman to make his move. Like right here. They're they're well, the choreography. When you do it in this one t- long take wide shot, he literally re- that guy literally reached out so he could pull out. The choreography here is stupid. And now we have parademons. We have explosions. Striking, There's so much going on he was here. Breaking a fellow comrade. It's no. All right, let's let's be real here. At the end of the stream sequence, you're going, what's going on? And then good old Flash Boy, you know, comes out and says, Lois, Lois is the key. This is the future okay. in which if Lois died, he would become unhinged and do all of this. Oh, this my is God. The future. No, no. All of this needs to be cut out of the movie because it does not further anything. It is literally it's this is literally a trailer right in the middle of the movie for a movie that we're never going to get because. All these uh, all these actors are not in for the DC universe anymore. Well, yeah. That's... All of can you imagine how I'm watching this movie? That's in frustrating. That's really frustrating, though. We're not gonna get any of this. I'm watching this movie in 2016, and that is what's happening right now. Uh, no, I'm here right now. I was there in uh, no, I I watched this in 2016 too, this and I'm bitch still just cuts everybody in half with laser vision. I'm Jesus. still wondering what the hell is going on, and the fact that it becomes just a dream sequence is really disappointing. Um, and and the fact that right after that they have the flashpoint thing, I'm like, I actually was wondering what the hell I was looking at. I'm a hardcore DC fan, and even I had to like ask myself, are they doing flashpoint? Is that time travel? Oh, it definitely. I don't get it. It definitely, for the most part, was the the hope to do a flashpoint very soon so we can build this all together. Yeah, no, they played their cards way too early. This was, and then we have this. The, 
What the fuck, dude? This is don't don't even deny. Flash's suit looks badass that he's doing this. I this I wish crazy. I could see. I could wish. I wish I could see Flash's Lois, costume better. She's the key. She's the key to everything. Yes, Am you're I too, too soon? soon. You are so too soon. Way too soon. Go home. Flash movie gone. You're right about him. You've always been right. This is where that future. Yeah, existed. yeah. I get what they're trying to do, but they failed so hard. They, they they thought they were so confident that this movie was going to blow people's minds, but wow, did they back the wrong horse? And, and then he wakes up it again. It blew up so fucking hard in their face. So this is that. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, this makes me so mad. Ah, oh, I, I can't. I, uh, okay, I just need to breathe. Yeah, just take a break. We'll watch a movie a little bit. Uh, well, here's Clark Kent's about to get a mysterious thing, and so it's obviously it's from Lex Luthor because he's the villain in this well, yeah. movie. Um, and now here's another weird thing: is uh, he's gonna fucking Google the drive? He's not googling the drive. He's searching. He's searching the drive. He's searching the he... drive using like Windows Explorer. Uh. It's it's literally that. Like, what? How else would you search? All is look through every folder individually. Not Who sure took the Polaroids? Who took the Polaroids? Wouldn't that have been a crime scene after the cops had taken care of him? He's got people in the police, dude. Whatever. It's a fucking Lex Luthor. Uh, He's got everything. He's evil. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Why Portuguese? It's not a man. It's a ship. It smuggles shit in. I wonder if that's what? actually a reference to any of the comics. Well, why Portuguese? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Could just be their ethnicity. But that's really racist. See, now we're reaching... How? Bo- how? how? No, it, the Portuguese. I don't know. It's just like... It feels wrong just to call out a race like randomly and call it a ship. And I just... No. Just, like... You can name a ship anything. It's not racist if you name it a ship. I don't know about that. And then, uh, then this this bit of dialogue makes me angry because this is not how uh, uh, math works. Like the whole, if there is a one percent chance that he could be an enemy, we have to take that as an absolute certainty. Like, dude, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Uh huh. Sure. Whatever. Like, like he's saying, if there's a one percent chance that uh, he's evil, and we got to do this. Look, that's look, something I'm, that brought us to worry about two years ago. Look, I'm fine. I actually like the motivations that Bruce Wayne that has to hate people. Superman. I just really hate the uh, the motivation that Superman hates Batman. Superman never fought evil. I mean, sorry. Batman never fought evil. He fought villains. He fought crime. That's, yeah. his, his, that's his fight point. Superman brought war to their planet. He brought devastation. He killed thousands of people. And this is where Alfred's like, look, he saved... Millions of people, but Bruce Wayne's stuck in his thing. He's had he's he's going crazy. He's taking bills pills. He's drinking alcohol with those. Yeah. He's not he's not in the right mind. He's very violent. And what he's seeing is is Superman's the reason why this all started. So he needs to end it. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's it's further by the dream sequence that he's had. Who knows that that dream you don't sequence need it, you, is you even didn't. like him just coming. You don't need the dream sequence in order to you convey you don't, that. You don't need that. But what I'm saying is, is it's just more and more and more. And it's also Zack Snyder being like, let's do something fun and creative and weird and piss off people. Like, It works. And it's good. It's good. I like it. But the thing is. Uh, I, I See, I actually like the idea that Superman and Batman don't like each other's methods. Um, but it just, there's just so many awkward things that it, again, it just doesn't feel earned. 
Like, because there's a lot of stuff in here that logically does make sense, but it, they they don't earn it through the the character arcs at all. Um, but uh, th then, of course, I really love this. Also, isn't that weird that he gets uh, transferred to Metropolis and he gets shanked? Shouldn't he have been picked up in Metropolis and then moved to no, Gotham no, by, and get no, shanked? No, by one someone with a bat symbol in their prison. He, that just Why? Just Anyone with news. a bat brand should automatically get a hug, dude. They're no. like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. You the bat busted you, man. The, that's that sucks, man. You, you're doing some pretty bad shit. Shit. You know what? That's what's happening. <laughs> well, act, you know what? What? Oh, that that still doesn't. They're doubling down on me here. Cause look, I know that a lot of because we have a very harsh um, uh, inmate uh, epidemic, like inmate population epidemic. Yeah, right they now. fight amongst each other. But the fact is, like. A lot of them are nonviolent, <laughs> um, and well, so a lot. But so I mean, there's the, only like twenty people in that courtyard. But it's interesting that the violent ones that get in that they get thrown in because of Batman get, also get shanked by the the nonviolent ones supposedly because you did bad things, so we're gonna kill you because of the Batman. Even we're though clearly we're clearly in Gotham right now because it's dark. That's but, all I'm saying. Uh, actually, didn't it say it was supposed to get delivered into Metropolis? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe as Metropolis. Who knows? See my point. That's what I, I agree. I agree with your you, point. You can't. That, I brought that up to begin yeah, with. You can't tell which where you're at. You don't even see Batman until like the last moment when we're bringing you in. You're like, oh, it's just a craned out. Now that's like, actually really cool. Like but... everything Batman does in this movie is pretty cool. Like for the most part, the branding focusing, thing. I'm not. I don't what, get Lex that. Corp. I don't get the yeah. branding of LexCorp. Yeah. Why wouldn't you brand your own shit? Uh, did you, you put your name on your lunch because bag it, because it looks cool for the production design. Now, of course, this is also straight you put out your of your name on a lunch this, bag. This, that's straight out of Dark Knight Returns, where he's like, you know, Shooting a trackers. Well, yeah, well, no, well, I mean, he uses like a, a sniper rifle for like a rope to get to one tower to the other in, in Gotham. Uh, but here it's now a tracker, which well, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with Batman using guns. That's fine. It's an interpretation. He used guns and killed people in 1989. Remember that? Yeah. Like a lot of people bitch and moan like, oh, oh yes, this is one of the cool things about the movie, the fucking Batmobile. The Batmobile is so cool. This Batmobile, even though the design isn't all that great. No, yet, it's it's amazing. There's nothing no, wrong with no, it. No, no, no. The design is a little lazy because it's it feels like a lot of other Batmobiles and it doesn't. feel... I think that's the point. It's supposed to respect those by uh, by Which, also creating uh, no, something. Yeah, uh, look, I'm okay with like it looks pretty cool, although it doesn't obey the laws of physics like this. How? Th because that thing would have to weigh like five times the size of any car. It probably does. It has a jet engine in it. I guess, but it the the car because the car also it doesn't help the fact that the car is CG. I know that's probably because you know it's not very safe to do that. that well, sort yeah, of thing. because it's a fake jet engine in no, real no, life. Well, no. See, my point is, if that if that was not a CG effect, like if there was an they actually had a, a vehicle, even with some assistance. Like they just like you know took out the uh, the engine of a car and made it significantly lighter, um, and took out all the innards of that of that stunt car that they were driving around to make it really lighter for the visual effect, um, and they did it practically. I would have actually believed it a lot more, but because it was CGI, I didn't buy into the physics because the animators. Well, they, that's they, the, it, the, the, the fair point is DC movies don't ha obey a lot of physics. They don't have a set rule of physics. Physics in their do matter. Even the ones that don't technically make sense in the real world, 
they matter to the world. Like the world. Here's my thought rules. process. I don't know why Superman's gonna be slamming down every time he flies in if he can just like. Also, yeah, that's another thing. Where the hell is Superman before the fucking ro- when all the bullets are flying? Shouldn't he he's, already have been he's here? He's getting there. He's not that fast. Uh, he was fast. Okay, so Lex Luthor throws off uh, Lois Lane off the end of this movie, and he appears out of nowhere. It's that takes like. Uh, that that should she should have been it's dead his, in thirty it's seconds. His girlfriend over like other people. There are bullets. Oh yeah, there are, are yeah there are explosions and bullets going off, Hot, like automatic weapons. And you're telling me Superman's gonna show up only at the last second? Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. He would have showed up already. So and of course it's always from above. It's always from above. Well, how could he come from below? Well, no, 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 no. no. I mean, when he's like, where is he? Oh, yeah, where yeah. Batman, where they look also, around. those people are straight up dead. <laughs> oh, no, I'm yes. not even kidding. Yes. I hate boats now. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, why was that boat right there? It's not even close I don't to know. the dock. Point, but anyway, but back to the thing. I like the the Batmobile here. I think it's really cool and it serves the subject, but I just wish it was a little bit more original to make it. It, it really, to, to make me. It more, uh, to make it more uh, distinguishable. Uh, from say other versions of the Batmobile, I don't know. You seen. show me this Batmobile, I'm gonna say Batman versus Superman Batmobile. I I would have been like, oh, it's is got that... the tumbler. It's got the old. I don't movie know. Vibe. Have, you, have you seen the uh, the? Oh, it's got it... the Batman Arkham Asylum vibe. Yeah, that's what I was about to this say. This is oh crap! This is love at first sight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that, okay, okay, that's actually really funny. That's good. That's good stuff. But you know. The... No, I actually have a hard time asking if I if you put me the that Batmobile next to the one that was used in uh, Arkham City, I would have been like which which one it was which. Like, like like I said, it's not to change up things too much; it's to respect the past while or inc- increasing on the future. That's okay. You can have that. On Look, it. you can have that argument. You can have that point of view. That's fine. But I just call it lazy design, like shortcutting design, like taking just one thing, modifying a few things, and say a few things. And or just modifying a few, making tiny cosmetic changes to something that someone else made. That's just me. Um, and then, of course, there's this. This Do you is bleed. Let's be honest. This is just Batman being like, you can't come into my jurisdiction where I'm beating up all the bad guys and you take will. over. Uh, is that that's so weird? They, you know, that's the first time Batman and Superman actually meet. And that was that was at the one minute and one hour and nineteen. So they mark. so they definitely didn't meet at the party. We no they no no. I'm talking about the characters the Batman and Superman, oh, not sure. Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. We Let's had to wait honest. an hour and twenty minutes before those two characters meet. And what do they say to each other without further anything else? By the way, that was not your asking, wide shot of the Batcave. Yeah. Well, um, well, again, we only get those in like we get we. There are some. You don't. You don't but, need a lot. The Batcave is where Batman goes and does stuff and yeah, but does it's cross. But it's still stuff. like, but it's still like ninety percent looking at screens. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, what else are you supposed to do down there? Uh, do <laughs> crime. There's a lot more to crime. Be CrossFit. Uh, yeah. Uh, but as we saw in the Dark Knight, there was a lot more to let than looking at screens. He was doing a lot of other detective work in there and. Look, my point is, like, there's a lot of focus out of on everything that. on that truck that got destroyed. His tracker still. I know. Okay, that's that's actually another thing. When you saw where it landed, and then he just toppled off of it, I'm like, his tracker should be gone, but it's not. So apparently... that was the easiest crate to ever open in my life I've ever seen. Right. Oh my god. And then, of course, it had to be a crate with the. Why the... does every space rock glow? That's another question I have. 
that well actually this one I'm totally okay with because Krypton's always Kryptonite's always glowed in the past and it's supposed to be radioactive. That's true. So I'm okay with that. Is it, isn't Kryptonite but, the reason in one of the comics well, why Lex Luthor loses his hair? Um, no. Uh, well, it depends. It's radioactive. It depends on what story you read, but a lot of it, is, and I think it's bullshit. Like, it doesn't matter. Lex Luthor should just be bald. It, there shouldn't be a reason. Um, the reason why Lex Luthor hates Superman is because he can't stand. He's a, narciss, he's a narcissist. He wants everyone to love him. He wants to be the, the best human being humanity has to offer and not this alien and he's xenophobic too so um but in the comics uh, apparently like he used to live in smallville and the meteor uh like there were some small meteorites and he got an accident uh that burned off all his hair and that's why mm -hmm. he hates super which is dumb i don't like that at all, all the reasons why he loses his hair is stupid the whole hair thing is dumb yeah just just let Luke's, lex luthor be bald and let, just let him be bald it doesn't it's just natural stuff like um and he should hate superman because he's a xenophobic power hungry uh madman and not because he People has hair hate issues. what they don't understand <laughs> but uh, they see what you do and they know who you are i you're not a killer yeah a yeah yeah blah well also why is why does... i've never wanted this world to have you yeah i get it like we we should have had this lesson in be their Steel. hero clark thank you for thank be you be their monument you're gonna keep reading off of it be their angel be anything they need you to be okay you can stop now or none of it thank you look you know you know that could have been summed up in literally one you sentence. don't own this world a damn thing all that dialogue could literally be summed up in one thing Clark, just be you. Yeah. That's, wow. I just I just took away, like, two minutes of you screen do, time. You do you. Be yourself. Look, like, look the point is, like, if Mar if he did try to call his mom and be like, I don't know what to do, which I'm not, I'm he fine. He didn't call her. He flew out to see her. Look, whatever. Southwest. It, um, Superman's unsure of what he needs to do. Fine. He wants to ask his mom what to do. Fine. Wisdom of Ma, of Ma Kent is a really good place for him to go. Fine. And he, I would say that she would just say, be yourself. But you don't have to be so fucking wordy! Oh my god, you're just, you're literally just, ex, just extending the uh, a need, an already needlessly long plot. So, I think it's fine. No. Just I, if cut your flew, fat. If they just did, if they did a scene and they flew him out. Cut your fat, kill your he babies. Was out, he flew out to see his mom, and she's like, "Clark, just be yourself." Oh my god, I would not care for a second for that. What she says is very poetic and it's meaningful. If you went to your mom for a problem you were having, and she said, "Tim, just be yourself," you'd be like, "Thanks, mom. I knew you would say that. Right, That's the worst advice it... ever." Okay, fine. We'll we'll run with the words that they wrote down. Uh, so That's fine. This, um, this but, guy's pulling out of the Marvel uh, incognito uh, thing. Oh, I know. He's just got the, the non-descript hat, the hoodie, and the leather jacket, and the glasses. Like that's 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 the universal Marvel movie disguise. <laughs> um, but okay, let's fine. We'll use those same words. It's her tone that also really bothers me. Like, do whatever. I don't care. Like his Clark Kent's mom should be like a real sweetheart homebody. Like, come on, she she's your mom, she dude. She is. And she just comes off as like, I don't care. Just do it. Be whatever. Don't be this. No, don't. She's, she's saying, 
do what you think is right because she believes that he'll do the right thing. I believe you that I believe that because of the tone that you just used. Exactly. I don't believe her tone for a second. Oh no, she doesn't say it in a terrible tone. She's, she does. She says in a very uplifting mama kind of way. Yeah. I still really the I would have been totally fine with this guy's this guy's subplot arc. I saw I love this. We've been sending his checks, but he hasn't been cashing them. Oh, what the hell? And like Bruce sh- Wayne was actually trying to take care of this guy. Well, of course. Like, that's what Bruce Wayne totally does. Like, I've seen him uh, in the comics or in, or in some other shows and adaptations. I've totally seen him, like, uh, arrest a criminal. And then as soon as they get out of bail, they'll, he, Mr. Wayne will be like, do you need a job? Here you go. And he'll keep a close eye on him. Oh, yeah. So that I've totally seen Bruce Wayne do stuff like that. And that's another reason why I'm kind of a fan of Batfleck despite the fact that he brands people. That's the one thing that I just don't understand. Um, Because it just feels unmotivated and gratuitous. Um, But, uh, and now we have uh, uh, this whole information on the the bullet, right? I don't know what's going on anymore. Like I said, the editing. This is back to the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of chess pieces moving around. Too many chess pieces. This is this is when she's learning that Lex Luthor gave the script to the guy in the wheelchair. He planted everything, yep. played everything. Yep. Also, because the whole the whole did point, Lex Luthor actually pee in a jar? Yeah. Because he why? Because he's cold. No, that's psychotic. Cold blood. That's what a cold person is. We've been over this anyway. No. So. If you so, want a cold okay, performance, focus, it's Hannibal Lecter. Focus, Bruce Wayne. Open your eyes, Bruce yeah. Wayne. I am your ghost. Uh, this, it, oh, okay. So I, th- you know, honestly, I th- really just think that they were like Lex, Lu- the key to Lex Luthor of a great villain. We're gonna make him like the Joker. Wrong. No, he's so not the Joker. wrong. Oh my god, he's definitely not the Joker in any sort of way. Yes, he. he look at the fucking way he wrote on those checks. That is exactly the Joker would write. That's what how he the would write dude him. in the wheelchair wrote. No, it's not. That's total. That is not what the weak guy in the wheelchair wrote. It's anyway. Lex Luthor. Anyway, yes, he definitely he definitely peed in a jar. That's but she he's fine. She found out that he wrote all that stuff, and he's gonna go in there. And all that jazz. Oh, no, he doesn't go in there because he planted a bomb, and that's a big thing. Oh, my God. This is so and you stupid. Know, and you know why he does all this? Well, you why? Want to, well, give me a guess. To, to, uh, to frame Superman. No. No, of course not. He does all of this to make people hate Superman. To frame Superman? That's literally what I just not said. Not to make him hate him, not to frame him. No one believes that he did that. Well, they sh- you know what? I don't uh, – I. that's fine because – and then there's this thing where they just kill this woman because yeah, she pushes, knows too much. They just uh, house of cards this chick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, but look, if they're going to make – this movie already hates Superman, so w- why bother? See, here you go. He's not crashing down. He just lands. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. And I, I actually – with this dude's hair? Uh, well, I don't know. That, that, was that Skrillex or something? No, that was definitely a neo-Nazi. Oh, my – this is, uh, you know, actually, that's another thing that I kind of thought was interesting that they had in there. I love it how Superman's just strolling through the castle. Yes. Uh, now, that's exactly how I would picture Superman to look. Just everyone's just like, holy shit. And he's just pipping on through the hallways. There's Senator P- Patrick Leahy, everyone. That, I, I really wish that Superman walked in with, like, a blue suit and a red tie. <laughs> that would be great, like a super no, suit. No, no. You know, actually, have you ever read... Um, uh, Alex Ross's uh, 
Superman, uh, Spirit of Truth, mm-hmm. or not Spirit of Truth, uh, Peace on Earth. There's actually this beautiful, like, uh, um, photorealistic painting of Superman going into Congress as in his costume. It's literally the same scenario, but it's painted much more beautifully. And it also works better because Superman himself in that painting is brightly colored against the monochromatic suits of everyone else. This should be a red flag for Superman that he can't see through the wheelchair. I mean, maybe he's not using How the power. How did Lex seem... Luthor know that to shield it Lex with Lex Luthor is a genius and a psychopath and a cold person. No. <laughs> Lex Luthor figures out stuff. Yeah, but... he know, he's a smart person. He's one of the smartest people the in the world. But the fact that they, they, never, they, they didn't show how he learned that. Or how they just threw in they don't two seconds. Yes, he's, they do. He's a super smart person. Look, you want you want to cut out the fat? Oh, I love this. There's just a jar there. Ew. Ew. Seriously, ew. He put it there himself. Ew. Lex Luth. Why is you know who you you know how the how I always characterize Lex Luthor as if Hannibal Lecter wasn't a cannibal. Or a professor, but also, instead of politician. Doesn't he kill off Mercy right here, like, straight up? He just kills his assistant. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're totally right. He just murders her. I love this. They killed Mercy, too? What the fuck? Granny's peach tea. And it's piss. It does not taste like peach. I'm telling you that oh, right now, ladies why? and gentlemen. And, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that uh, um, the guy in the wheelchair, it's secretly Hector Salamanca. From Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Okay, now here's like one of the biggest. Betra- That's the biggest bomb I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah, compressed into that tiny little wheelchair. No kidding. There must have been a gas leak or something. But um, uh, now here's one of the biggest betrayals of Superman's character that I've ever seen. He leaves. No, no th- this his reaction. Um, and we're gonna see it right here. Oh man, what? he is devastated. He should have stopped it. He should. He could have stopped it. Show that, dude. What do you mean? He should have. He should have been. He should have had uh, made eye contact with you know Hector Salamanca there and just said, "Oh no, everybody get out!" And then it blows up. And then he just like. But he didn't. He didn't do that, and that's why he looks like that. He could have. Look, Henry Canville, you're you really are a wonderful Cavill, whatever. Henry, you're really great. Super, I think you could be a great Superman, but for the love of God, that was a seriously big betrayal of Superman's character. And it's and I do not blame you, Henry, at all. It's not Henry's fault. It um, it's just simply the direction. Look, he's saving people, bringing them out. He's helping. Yeah, and he he's not. Ha- Look, I understand that he's not happy about it, but he should at least have some urgency instead of this mopey. Oh man, it's almost as if like you know he was. It's it's kind of the equivalent feeling of uh, cooking a really nice meal for your friends and then you accidentally slip and drop it. It's just, oh man, I gotta start that's, again. That's definitely how my reaction would be if I dropped. That. I'd be like, ah oh, man. Yeah, but to this kind of devastation. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh well, that's a different feeling entirely. We're, we're talking. We're talking. It's a it's an analogy. Anyway. Yeah. The, well, the, the whole, point is, the that's whole, what he's feeling. The whole thing is, is this bomb goes off, explodes all around him. He should have seen it. He should have uh, been able to stop it, but he didn't. 
and he feels guilt about that. He feels human guilt. You're, you're right. That's the whole thing that this. You're uh, right. But he should still. They keep on asking him, does he bleed? Does he do this? Does he do human things? And yes, he does. He shows up through his emotions and his actions. God, Alfred is cut. Alfred is boss, okay? How is <laughs> Jeremy that... Irons is a perfect uh Alfred. How, I don't even care. How, how are you how are you functioning, sir, still? Like you were like forty years old in that flashback and it's been thirty years. You should be in your you're in you should be at least in your sev- in your late seventies. Hey, rich seventies looks a lot different than poor seventies. That's that's what I would say. Uh no. Seventies is seventies, sir. Like and, and you'd have to be regularly working out. Like, I know Alfred used to be, like, a combat medic or whatever. But, like, dudes. And also, how are you just, like, casually ch- tuned into th- not one but three different news channels? They got to. Uh, because visual. Because it must serve the visual. If I have three TVs, I'm not watching the same thing on one, all gonna three ha- TVs. If I'm going to have three TVs on, I'm not going to have one of them dedicated to Fox News. Well, you got to. You got to stay unbiased. You have CNN, Fox News, and I guess MSNBC or Fo- PBS. Uh, Fox, I guess you would have PBS. But Fox News is biased by definition. But yeah, Mercy's dead. Yeah. Uh, now this is so strange. There's a he just strolls into a fucking crime scene like it's his own business. This is LexCorp. They broke into his place and stole the rock. <laughs> also, is it weird now that I'm just looking at the architectural layout? Look at that. That's so fucking scary. It is scary, but I wish it wasn't through a video monitor. Basketball's all um because because you know what the weird thing was. I'm like. Why, why, why did Lex Luthor? Why was Lex Luthor allowed to see that specifically casually at that moment? It, the the it block is, the blocking and staging. He owns the security team. He probably owns part of the police. But department. no, it, it just happened by sheer happenstance, like oh, yeah. almost too perfectly. The blocking in this movie is annoyingly unrealistic. Calling card, of course, because there but, has but, to be a but, calling card. But to answer your question, Tim, he owns LexCorp, so. If your house burns down, you are initially allowed to walk into your house after it's been burnt down. <laughs> That's the whole thing. And here, okay, yeah, I'll give you Superman is pretty mopey in this whole movie. I'll, I'll allow that, but he has reasons to be mopey. This conversation should have been out, the, the, out in front of the press, or at least uh, he while literally he was there. went out in front of the Congress and everybody died. Why would you go to the press? People no, are probably no, going to no, die no, there. No, actually, let me. Uh, this this conversation between Lois and uh, and Superman should have happened right there on the steps while the devastation was happening. Yeah, so probably. We could, so we could feel the except impact they're in Washington D.C. and not Metropolis right now. But it's, oh well, sorry, sorry. They were both. They were still on. It's just that's so, fine. It's just so strange that Superman is so private in this movie. Like, I understand, like, he would want some. Well, right but... now, he's not talking to her as Superman. He's talking to, uh, to her as Clark Kent, Cal Yeah, yeah. He's talking to her about he can still finding do... out what he should do, what sh- he, what can he do. He's being, a pr- he's being faced with a choice to do nothing when he should be doing things because people do not want him to be doing these things in his world. They want him to save everybody, I, I, but they want him to do it in a way that they see fit. I feel like production still could have saved a lot more time and had a lot more impact well, if yeah, they merged this scene with the devastation. Well, yeah, it's 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 Zack Snyder trying to do a lot of uh, visuals. It's it's the way it is. Yeah. Here, I, also, I want to say, um, this whole part. I think the music that's playing is some of my favorite music. I love the the whole entire, uh 
the Hans Zimmer part of this is amazing. I disagree. I've never. You don't like the music in this? This is no, great. No, With no, no. Janky XL? No. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what's really interesting? I didn't really care for the score in Man of Steel either. I mean, the, the score in Man of Steel wasn't really anything special. This wasn't either. Because, um, any you know what's interesting? Anytime, first off, is there any uh, musical tone for Batman? Is there any musical theme for Batman in this movie? No. No. And there is for Superman, and it's only in dim echoes of the main theme, which is the da-da, da-da. I, but I don't really care for that either. Do you know why? Why? It's two notes, not three. Yeah. Now, there's actually like an... Un- so, I actually discovered there's an unwritten rule. This is... Um, sorry, this is really important in the story development of... No, it's not. This all, yeah. this all goes nowhere. What the do you DC- mean it goes nowhere? The DC Universe is dead! Dude, okay, sorry. <laughs> In the story, in the framing, in 2016, when this movie was uh, released, in the context of this whole entire movie, this is very important people overlook. He goes, the Kryptonian archive contains knowledge of over 100,000 blah, blah, blahs. And he goes, teach me. Exposition. Here's the thing. Lex Luthor is pretty level-headed. He had a set plan. And then he he learns literally everything. And then he goes crazy. Literally everything insane after fi- figuring out all these things he has so much knowledge in his head now uh, he see he see, he knows about steppenwolf he knows about all this shit it's crazy wall bat flex also yeah this is this is like the ultimate ma- male power fantasy like does anyone get he's grow- got a laser does anyone kind of grow a mustache when like immediately whenever he sees this guy working out <laughs> this is <laughs> like he, he's got a big ass laser to cut this rock which you know pull pull the tire pull the tire i'm gonna science fit. i'm gonna do some science then i'm gonna do some bench press gotcha. i'm gonna do some in, more science you gotta do you gotta do, stay in shape you gotta get your grenades ready yeah but bah, science i'm tony stark <laughs> I'm swole, Tony Stark. Bat- Batman versus Iron Man. He- who would win? Don't say the writers. Uh, I-, I would say the writers, but that's that's a whole other podcast anyway. Who who do you think realistically would win? Uh, for me, in the long run, Bat. It, for me, it's always anytime there's a versus Batman. In the long run, Batman wins, but in the short run, I'd probably say Iron Man. So Batman always wins the war, even though he loses the battles. Um, Iron Man, I can see losing the war in the long run. But in case losing, you're wondering, winning battles. Yes. Who yes. designed? Indeed, the graphic design department at LexCorp was tasked with this to give boss ass logos. That's I was about all to I'm say, saying. Who the hell designed the logos for each of these fucking files? I'm fine with it. Like, I mean, I'm not fine with it, but I'm more. Oh okay my god! With it. Wait, go back. Look, they, uh, uh, if you backpedal and you see the uh, the timestamp, it said June. Look, they misspelled June. <laughs> it might be a different country. Oh my god, Actually, they misspelled I'm gonna, June. I'm gonna Google how they spell that, and I'm gonna see what. Wow, uh, oh, and there's the the photograph that puts Wonder Woman into play. June, um, j- spelled J U I N, yeah, is French for June. It did not happen in America. Not everything happens oh, in America. Oh, okay. That actually makes sense. There she you was, go. She wasn't. Okay, so it wasn't just like a another like weird typo by their part. No. So, no. All right, I'll take that back. That's cool. That's cool. Here's Zod. Um, you bring Zod in. Yep. But, do uh, some crazy experimentation. But yeah, I really hate it when movies just th- th- stop the movie altogether to introduce you to a whole bunch of spinoff bait. 
half of which you uh, probably won't actually go anywhere. Like I said, off. this is more more or less Warner Brothers trying to get the money chain running. Yeah, and they they failed with too much at once. But but here's here's the interesting thing: he meshes human blood with Kryptonian Krypton, blood. Kryptonian to create a genetic monster that he learned about through the archives. Literally, this dude has gone insane. He went from he's crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, he's gone from crazy xenophobic, you know, CEO, and now he is a hundred percent just a nutcase. Okay, he's gone, and this is his he's development. Still crazy. I, I, I saw. Do not like that thing that's like swimming around in the pond. Like, no, it kills me. Also, also why is the, the entire scene right here is like Lex Luthor's close up? We really don't get to see the the environments very well. Uh, I think I, I see enough of it with the tentacles and things and the shit swimming it. Like well, it's, I don't a know lot what's of it's subver- a lot of it's submerged in shadows and muted colors. It's and, very alien. Uh, I just like there's just hardly any creativity. If Superman was aware of the threat and did nothing, was he complicit so with the capital shut tragedy? up with the fucking? But that's the thing. If he knew nothing. I just really find it's really great that this movie's called Batman v Superman, and yet we've only had two scenes, uh, each of them roughly about two minutes in length each, with Batman or, or and Superman or Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne interacting. Everybody's watching them lynch this. Uh, um, yeah, because you know, thing. Like, just proving my theory once again. This movie hates Superman because Superman's it does not, not hate pop- Superman. It, People in this movie hate Superman. Now th- this movie hates Superman because it's disrespecting a lot of the issues. It's uh, it's downplaying a lot of his roles. It's not understanding who the moral epicenter of who Superman is. And honestly, like this movie is just like visually, it feels like Zack Snyder says, "I'm not interested in doing it." Even Zack Snyder actually said, "I'm not really that much interested in doing a Superman movie, but I will because it's a paycheck, and that's why I'm doing Man of Steel. I'm much more interested in doing a Batman movie." I, I and feel it like shows. I feel like Superman's a very difficult character to write with actual adversaries because everybody who he fights either has to be as powerful as Superman or they have to be smarter than Superman. There always has to be something that's stronger than him. And in the end, Superman is just literally, he cannot die even in this movie. He does die. There's still plenty of Superman villains out there besides Doomsday or Lex Luthor that we can uh, have because we've only seen Doomsday and Lex Luthor as his, and General Zod as his cinematic villains. Where's Parasite? Where's Brainiac? Darkseid? Um, Man of Steel 2. <laughs> Man, Man of Steel 2 is not happening. Yeah, I know. Um, Woman of Steel 1. Oh, Supergirl. I just, I, I, for the longest time, I actually had this wonderful overarching Superman story where Brainiac was in place of General Zod, where he was in uh, Man of Steel. Like, he's almost a half 9,000 from yeah. 2001. Yeah. Um, and then Darkseid would have... And then Lex Luthor would have been the president in the sequel. And then in the third one, it would have been Darkseid. Like, uh, Superman Dark has some... Darkseid is coming. No, Steppenwolf... Justice League 3. Is, no, Dust, uh, Steppenwolf is coming. And then maybe we'll have Darkseid... I don't... It's to the point where I look at it these movies go, and I don't even want to see Darkseid. He didn't know he was going to die. Yeah, who stocks his fridge? That that's a really stocked fridge. That's that fridge is more stocked than my fridge. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Uh, <laughs> uh, why? 
also that's uh, that was just kind of a lame ass clue as like he didn't that's literally every clue of someone who is not suicidal if they do something that's not for someone who would be suicidal, mm. then they definitely didn't kill themselves. It's used in every trope of like a detective show. I've seen it in at least three different te- detective all, shows. All right, I, I guess it's just they open up the scene. Wow, he bought a three-pound steak. He definitely I, was not gonna die today. Honestly, I guess it's I'm just tired of this movie um, borrowing tropes from other movies to tell its story instead of just using trying to figure out logical or real hashtag world everything's a mi- remix. Uh, yeah, no kidding. And then, of course, what is this bullshit? He's gone up to talk to his father in the heavens. No! No! No, that's dumb. That's that's dumb. He is dead. He died in a really stupid way, I might add. And Tornado. now, he, because he goes up to the top of Mount Everest, he has he can ho- hallucinate him. Look, he's, okay. he's come to find answers for himself, and the I've best way Superman... to find out... To himself, I've seen super- to talk to himself via his father to s- kind of gain perspective. He's gone up here to meditate. This is just a meditation. It's a, but we can't write that and have a conversation where he just stands there and we do a voiceover in his head. That's boring. So you have it like this. No, this that would be better. Obligatory, obligatory Paw Kent cameo, especially done in a weird presentation like this. That's dumb. This is really dumb. Look. I- Look, if we had him just like sit down and like start meditating or something, and then we can work into it. But the fact that he's already there is just we're there's too many. I'm asking too many questions, and it's distracting me from what matters here. That's that's a that's something that um that uh, look. I know a lot of movies they don't make they a lot of things don't add up. They're movies, fine. But if you keep constantly asking questions. You're getting your audience. You're alienating your audience from the theme and the overarching thing. Also, what really is the theme of this movie? I'm curious. Please tell me. Enlighten me. Demons I'm... come from the heavens above. That's dumb. For a, for the moral of a Superman. No, the the whole moral of the Superman story. What's the moral or theme of this movie? Because what you're giving me for a Superman movie is kind of dumb here. For a, as far as Superman movies go. And again, right here, Wayne Man, the derelict Wayne Manor. This is a cool image. I'm okay with this. But please, tell me how it happened. I want to know. I'm curious. I would have laughed if, he, if, uh, if at that point Jeremy Irons came out and actually started uh, um, no. telling you. I, we both just forgot. <laughs> nope. Nope. We, we're just... Uh, d- this conversation uh, has no extra poignancy or meaning. This could easily be in like the, uh, the Wayne patio that he's living in or in the bat cave. You know, this, this conversation could literally be the exact same scene. If it was in any other of these settings, why is it in here? There's no motivation for this. And I still want to know what the hell city again. It could be in the bat cave. It could be in his little patio. It could be in his living room. Fine. Why is it in the derelict Wayne Manor? Why? The, uh, there's nothing to do with this with the manor. They're not giving us any backstory, and this is frustrating. It's really frustrating because I want to know I what wanna, happened. I want to say you're the only person who actually cares that much about a derelict Wayne Manor. Well, to the me, fact that they show it and they don't give anything that's about fine. it. It's a it's it's there, it's, there, and there's it's also, teasing you. That's all it is. It's teasing a tease you about with it. no payoff is bullshit. 
If there's a That's tease, what a tease is. No, if a, a tease has pay, it has potential to have payoff. This does not. And again, more more fucking news watching and more screen watching. This is getting old. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure this chick in the news, uh, she got like a... Well, I forget her but name. But my point is... Nancy Grace, that's what it is. <laughs> but my point is, that conversation that they just had could easily have been in the Batcave. It could have been anywhere. Why what, specifically did they have it in derelict Wayne Manor? Why? Because that's that's the set piece. That's it. They ha- because they felt contractually that's, obligated that's to shoot it. That's where he's talking about. That's stupid. He's talking to he's talking to Alfred. He's saying, "I'm gonna fight Superman." Alfred says it's a bad idea, and he's saying he's telling uh, Alfred this because this is where he's going to do it. He's. I mean, yeah, it's it's not that there's, great. There's but... no motivation. There's none. And now we finally get the uh, Batman, the Batman super suit. You know, that's another thing. I kind of so cool. Uh, um, in that whole montage where he was putting together the Kryptonian devices, I kind of wish he was putting together this suit too, specifically to fight Superman. So no, again, def- this shot he's is awesome. Had it. This shot is amazing. These moments by themselves are visually amazing, and I love the cinematography. But my God, when you put them and edit them, edit them all together, and try to say it's one story, it just does not work. It doesn't like this is a great trailer moment, but it's not a great movie moment because there's no context. There's it, it, the these moments aren't earned. And honestly, if you want to get like more in depth to it, there's actually a whole nerd writer um, discussion. Nerd writer one who is uh, a YouTube channel who does these amazing video essays, probably one of the best on YouTube. He uh, he actually did this video called Batman v Superman: The Fundamental Flaw. And he talks to great lengths about missing like this the lack of a sense of a scene and more focus on the moment than anything. Um, and that's like a really distracting because this movie doesn't really feel like a movie. It feels like a trailer. I'll be honest, I want to tie together by loose stuff. Butt. Oh, this what what's oh yeah, he had this, ha- this guy course. was literally the dude who was out there. Yeah. And of course, how does Lois and and I feel like like of course Lois Lane had to be suspicious because she's all Lois janitors Lane, are suspicious. In no, movies. she's being suspicious because she's like, eh, maybe I've seen this guy before. That is true. I mean, she does have like a really good. She's lit. Good she's literally sort of thing, a person but... who, her whole deal is digging up snakes. Mm-hmm. But then there's this this shit with Lex Luthor. His plan is fucking dumb. So, Almost um, as dumb as what's his name, Zemoff and uh, Civil War. Ver- no, <laughs> that was War. actually now when you actually strip that apart, that's actually really dumb too. That is, the, it's really kind of shocking. Li- literally, his plan was like, hopefully, all these things fall into place where this happens. You know, you're There's, totally right. I I want to argue that his plan and his character was dumber than this whole thing by a small margin. No, the uh, uh, this I will this I'll say about the between the two between Zemo and Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor their plans are both equally stupid and equally complicated, and e- equally um, just uh, nonsensical in the way that they would be put together and executed. But I believe Zemo's pain because he's not a fucking cartoon character like Lex Luthor is. No, I, I, I did not care about Zemo. Literally at the end when they were like, oh, he's the bad guy. I was like. But why? I have no idea. There's no reason. There's 
Well, at, at least me. at least Civil War had these two things going on. They had really good charismatic actors, sure. better writing, sure. and they had the airport sequence. Yeah, okay. Sorry, that... That's, has, that hashtag airport. War Machine should have fucking died. Yeah, he totally should have died. He definitely should... That, that whole I part love, when that happened, I was like, cool. I love, I love me some Don Cheadle as uh, I love War Don Cheadle so I much. I love Don but... Cheadle as War Machine, but damn it, he should have fucking died right there. He could have a different character to kill. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah, and of course we have another fucking philosophy talk from Lex Luthor. Yeah, because it's crazy. It's cold. Yeah, he Lex Luthor is not crazy. Cra- also, look crazy. right here. He get he, she gets pushed off, and in five, four, three, there. Not even like less than three seconds. Superman appears where there's danger, but when there's explosions. Oh no, we have to wait another five minutes because hey, that he doesn't... is in tune with her heartbeat. He knows what's happening. He is always there for Lois. She is his top priority. Top, yeah, sure. And uh, even when, okay, so she's her, her top. He's his top. She's her his yeah. top priority, right? She's fine, but there's still bullets and explosions going on. Still gonna wait five minutes? Yes, because this mo- movie obviously has to, you know, serve. It has to serve. It has to serve other things, like other plan bits. They're all the the scenes are so awkward. I love and this. this is he holds up the egg timer. And goes wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, yeah, that's really unsuperman like. Bruh, he is angry. His his girlfriend, soon to be wife, got pushed off the goddamn building. Definitely. <sighs> Definitely. Oh God, enough with the religious analogies. We've had enough of it since Man of Steel, dude. I mean, ever since like he had that L- conversation with the Superman, priest. Superman, though, is super close to being godlike, though. He is, he but is like, God tier. Look, that's fine, but you don't really have to like. Look, I'm not denying that Superman is a Christ figure. He is. If Find God him. is all powerful. He cannot be all. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I, I actually, philo- I actually really like this phrase. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this this whole little bit in philosophy one hundred and one. Blow, blow me. But the fact is, like Superman, it's just. <clears throat> oh, this hurts. I want to. I want to point this out for our viewers at home. Yes, listening to us. That Tim is wearing a Superman shirt. I am wearing this, a Superman shirt. Podcast. Yeah, I, I, th- I'm wearing my Christopher Reeve Superman shirt that I usually whip out for Fourth of July, but he, <laughs> I kind of feel obligated to wear it here because Superman's important. Um, and uh, I don't. I, I just really don't like Lex Luthor's plan is dumb. It's I don't know. And why? Uh, why is uh, now? Why is uh, Lex Luthor making Superman and Batman fight? Get rid of both of them. Um, I also, think... Batman stole the kryptonite. He knows he did, so he's the only person who can fight him. He's giving them both reason enough. He's just playing them both as uh, chess pieces. All right, fine. Those 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 are the reasons why. But do you know what the but do you know what the execution of this movie makes it come off of? A fight needs to happen somehow, and this is how we're gonna do it. Yeah, they didn't orchestrate the fight well enough. No, I, no. I don't think so, at least. And uh, it's okay. It's all right. Mm, no. It, no, it's like it, this is what we got. It's dude's really into Polaroids. Like <laughs> he really is, dude. Like what the? F- 
What? It's it's crazy how a lot. I mean, of I guess I guess pulling out a fucking phone and flipping through pictures on your gallery app isn't gonna be great. Yeah, we've had enough screen looking on this movie that we probably do need the. Polaroids. Also, I love this where he's like, make throwing, it rain, make 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 it rain. He's like, he's like, you want your mama? You want your mama, Martha? You want your Martha? <laughs> That's the most Batman thing I've heard out of Superman in this entire thing. Batman, I mean. Also, you gotta realize this this movie is trying to use uh, the new Fifty Two Superman, which I hate. Which the new 52 arguably Superman. they literally killed on issue Fifty Two right before Rebirth and brought back the pre New Fifty Two Superman. There's a good reason why, and this is what he was based off. Maybe I'm, they'll do that for uh, to replace him because oh, I, I Henry Cavill's not Superman anymore. But and thank God, because the poor man had a really thankless job throughout the whole thing. Because I really believe that Henry Cavill could be a great Superman, but he needs a good script and a really good director. Because um, a lot of acting is trust in your director, and a lot of it's like listening and um, trying to take insight to the truth of the moment. And Henry Canville just doesn't get a lot of that chance in this movie. So I really, I, I really feel like he could be a great Superman. But he just, can't, he just doesn't get the chance here. So I, I just feel sorry for him for the most part. And, yeah. uh, and, and plus not the, fa- the fact that he worked out for months and months for that role. And they, uh, the studio wouldn't let him uh, shave his mustache for Justice League. Like that whole thing was like, cause oh, in uh, when in he Justice did... League, like you couldn't even. No, look what at... was he filming? I think it was Mission Impossible. He was the bad guy. Oh uh, no, it was like... Man from Uncle. Oh okay. no, he didn't have a mustache in Man from Uncle. Did no. he? No, and that's another film we should definitely do because that's a <laughs> fantastic movie. That's Henry Cavill's best with uh, what's his name from uh, I forget his name. Okay, other dude, but it, it's an amazing Ar- Arnie, Arnie, Arnie oh, okay. Hammer. Right on amazing i love that they have here, a, and of course we have to have a ticking clock you know it'll be it's actually, always a ticking clock uh, of course there is there has to be in every uh, one of these and they're like what the fuck's going okay on? here's another weird thing this is the second time in this movie where everyone in the daily planet is watching the news a newspaper is watching the news to, and they well, are they asking don't, they don't what is going they on have news themselves they write the news they don't broadcast the news it's still, still a fucking news. I would still it's, look at it. It's a news company watching the news and asking verbally what is going on. That is dumb. They should be the ones actually report. Look, also, if- can we point out yeah. that uh, Superman first says, Lois, I have to go to Gotham to ask him to help me. And then and then he says, or I have to kill him. And 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 then he says, no one stays good Just in this Just crack world. a fucking <laughs> yeah, oh, my, my mom has been kidnapped. I'm all smiles. Look, you dumb you, as hell. It just like, uh, well, I, I'm just like, I'm tired of looking at the mopey face. Like, it's 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 sort of earned here, but like, dude. All right, also, the best smile that we get in this whole movie is when Wonder Woman's fighting Doomsday 100%. Like, pay attention to it. It's the best smile. It, it lights up the whole world. And yeah, well, I'm still mad about Wonder one Woman new message. I'm boys. still one. Yeah, that's that's why I'm still mad about Wonder Woman in here because all she goes does in this movie is show up to a couple galas, checks her email, 
and then fights a Ninja Turtle. Also, fun fact: I've had I had this laptop tablet convertible thing that Samsung made here. Yeah, it is not the smooth and is not that great. <laughs> 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 That's all I'll say. <laughs> also, we got uh, what's his name, Chris Pine. The, uh, Chris Pine as Steve Trevor in an infinitely better movie. Oh my God, are you actually excited about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? Yeah. I am too, because I'm I'm you know I'm what? also just as you know excited. Oh, here it is. Yeah, the fucking logos again. I I'm okay with more it. spinoff bait because we have to. We, you know, we are literally about to gear up for the fight. Um, the last time we saw Batman gearing up, which was awkwardly placed, was about ten minutes ago, and now we're stopping the movie for more spinoff bait before the actual fight. She's you know like, how that's like saying. Um, we're about to start the battle, but first, a word from I our sponsors that's going this. to last 20 minutes. He's like, he's like, oh, shit, what's going on? Isn't that a different act- actor from Ezra Miller? No, that's Ezra is that a, Miller. That is Ezra yeah, Miller? he just okay. has long hair in this. Okay. He, I was he like, goes and takes him out, and then, like, in you know, a one frame, he's not there, the next frame, he's back. Whatever. Aquaman's is by far the worst one, in my opinion. Why is that? It's They're just, all bad. It's, it's, no, the Ezra Miller one's fine. This one, he's just swimming. All of them just feel so out of place. Like, the editing is so wrong. The, like, this is just not the bats, The bat signal in the sky shining, that should have been immediately right to... Because you remember in the uh, the, the CDC comic book, uh, the, the teaser, yeah. where Batman lights up the signal, the, the, the sky flashes with lightning, and there's Superman, and they gear up to fight? We that, don't get that in here. That bit sucks. No. This this is also just brutal. I'm wait, sorry. This wait, is brutal. Wait, the Aquaman bit sucks, or the 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 flash of lightning where Superman appears in the tr- in the teaser trailer. No, no, no. no. The, the I was about Aquaman to say because that was actually pu- the, fucking dope. No, on its this own. is brutal though. He li- cyborg si- birth. Silas has his son on a fucking like. How is he still alive? He's got he's got all these tubes and things. Also, all this anguish that this uh, this poor Miles Dyson in here is showing is so quick it never feels earned. Ever like it's just there to show that he's kind of angry, I guess. And then we, here we have the mother box, I guess, and that it merges with cyborg to create a cyborg thing, I guess. Do we get what anything? You, mean, you guess. It literally shows us happening. Anybody who knows anything about this, knows also that's, what that's another thing. Why did he st- stop the camera in mid con- uh, conversion? Scientists would want to film that shit for he's reference. Like, I don't know what's going on. I th- I'm pretty sure. He does, if he doesn't want to know what's going on, he should record it so he can study it later and not yeah. turn it off. That's poor science Perry, it's right not there. For a story, it's for Superman. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's for, for my it's, boy. It's for a rescue mission for a mom in peril, I guess. And of course, he gives it to. Forget about the. I love that. Forget about it. Put it on the roof. <laughs> like, wow, for real. Where are we headed? There. In the sky beam. That every. Okay, so here we finally. We are at now at the two hour and three minute mark, and we finally get Batman v it's Superman. It's called the in climax. If it happens too soon, people are disappointed. Two hours? I had to wait two hours for this, for the movie that it fucking advertised. This is horseshit. What? You, you did you feel the same way about the Civil War airport scene where it happened? It was right smack at, like sixty percent of the thing. No, it was right sm- It was a, about a fifteen. Uh, 15, 18 minute sequence right, also, smack in the, this. right smack in the middle of it. He starts off going, I need your help. And Batman's like, I don't care. I'm killing you. And so that's when he's like, you don't understand. Oh, look, oh, that's a, see, I don't mind Henry Cavill's dialogue. I really don't like his delivery. Like he, he should be a little bit more desperate. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. That's I don't. True. That's true. Like he's like, I don't want to hurt you, Batman. 
but my mother is in danger. He should outright. And seriously, Batman, I don't care if those are armor piercing rounds. You're kidding, right? I don't care if it's 50 caliber armor piercing NATO rounds. That's not going to do anything to Superman. I, I That's going to slightly I, annoy him. I think, I think the whole point is he's slowing him down. Although, the best part of the extended cut is when he's punching him. He's like, punch, 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 punch. And then he, he slowly he, gets he, it. he slowly gets stronger right. again. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, crap. Seriously, he should be like, I don't want to hurt you. Please. He should sound a little bit more desperate. Just but he de- up like but no, he has to come off because, it, 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 again, it's got to be all macho and shit. And that's just fucking stupid. Like, because, again, this looks amazing. If this were a fan film, like, just just this scene, it was a fan film, I'd be like, this is actually kind of cool. I, I'll go with this. I'll or, check or this out. Or if it was, like, that, uh, the Deadpool concept, uh, the concept trailer that uh, Ryan Reynolds put out. Well, I mean, that did wind up being in the movie anyway. Well, I, I know. I'm just saying. Um, But, it, well, at least that movie is, like, the just the prologue of the movie. So it's kind of its own little scene. Yeah. But this is the two and a half. This is the two hour mark of the movie, and we're just getting this. We're finally getting it. it, it just none, none of it. He's like, ah, right. oh, smoke grenade. How cute. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, um, I love that. That's so cool. No, super. You know what Superman would have done? Why well, blow it away? Blow it away. Yeah, but instead we're reduced to speed and punching. Superman has like a very long list of superpowers, and there's got to be a more creative way for him. To use them and combine them against a clever oh, foe. Oh, shit. He got him. Yep. So Superman's been hit by kryptonite. And I actually... Also, why is he breathing it in? Because it's smoke. Yeah, I know. But he looks he like did... he... He looks like he's vaping it straight in. Well, okay. Like, you're Like, hip. he's like, oh, yeah, I love this kryptonite. Like, he's coughing, I'm pretty sure. He's right. gasping for air. Oh, that... This I'll is, actually, this is actually a pretty right. cool moment. You don't really... I don't even think that the... It, it, I don't really. I don't know. I just don't like the little line beats in between. Like it's it's just more philosophy talk, and I, we're sick of it at this point. You it's, are. I'm not. I totally I am. It. I'm totally sick of the philosophy po- talk at this point. Like it's been two hours. Just make a character, like a one liner or something, just anything. But you, because you could have made this movie an outright comedy, and I still would have had the same reaction. Um, just uh, complaining for different reasons of, uh, but, but you get anyway. The, again, the fight here is actually kind of cool. Um, on its own, Batman's just beating the just, fuck out I'm of just, him. I'm just waiting for the bit to happen. The, that's wh- all. That's why I'm quiet. Oh really? Yeah. And also, I'm getting prepared for the Martha bit. <laughs> <laughs> the Martha. I I feel like we just need to be like, eh, it's okay. Just move on past it. Not even talk about it. Uh, nope. And of course, Superman's catching his second win because it's really memeable. That's really all it is. <laughs> it totally is. Um, That's all it was—a meme. Yep. I just announced that Superman's like really pissed off. He's gonna go in. Batman's like, "Oh fuck, gotta get more kryptonite." No, and... he's charging. He's oh, charging for it. Blam! He's still weak. This is here. It is. Yeah. This punch. boom, boom, punch. just punch, yeah. punch. This is literally a slap fight now. A superhero slap fight. I love that. He's like, ah, fuck me. (laughs) You know, that's actually one of the most. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got to reload. That's actually (laughs) one of the most un-Batman things I've ever seen. Batman knows what always knows what's up. He would never be like, oh, shit. I didn't plan for this. Batman's been doing nothing but planning for this entire thing. 
I mean, think I think that was a little try at comedy because mm, I know I laughed. I was like, I was not. I was not laughing. I'm like, you're not a laughing person. Uh, I am a laughing person. I have a very dis- I have a very versatile laugh. Also, right here where he's fumbling to get the grenade in, um, he just got pushed through a couple floors. If that's well, what you're about to talk no, about, I'm about to say Superman should have dodged that right yeah, there. Yeah, he should. He should have known. He should have dodged that right there and then. Um, and then, of course, you know. Because it's visually interesting, Batman's face mask has to be broken. Um, although I really do like the uh, the LED highlight uh, yeah. lights. I, I think I I think the biggest thing that they always miss for uh, like Batman's uh, this whole battle, entire this battle's got everything, even <laughs> the kitchen sink. Anyway, the thing that uh, I always think uh, you know every Batman costume lacks is they always try to do the actual eyes. They just need to do the wide eyes. Do do what they did in well, Deadpool. Do what they did in uh, Super. Uh, Spider-Man. Well, Batman is is harder to do because it's kind of hard to take take the uh, the 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 white eyes like make and make it intimidating. But I do really like the fact of the LED lights because that's actually when it, when you saw that shit in the Dark Knight um, at the end in the, uh, the 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 building with the SWAT team. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's actually cool because you know he'd had radar, sonar, and a heads up display and everything, kind of like Iron Man. That's cool. He has that here. I like that. I'm cool with that. I like the bat suit in this movie, but my God, it just does not serve the story. It, it's when the story and the characters don't uh, have uh, don't have any poignancy, then all of this just becomes a, a constant turn off reminder of how great these characters can be when they clearly aren't here. Um, oh, like how instead of just grabbing his foot, oh, so like, I guess the, you know dragging a giant tire was. Uh, preparation for something it is <laughs> superman actually weighs exactly one tire and of course we're going to copy and paste dialogue from the dark knight returns again that's fine uh no just like look if you want to if you want to like pay homage look, just do that story like just you know because one of the things that i really hope that they do this is cool he spins them around yeah it's actually kind of cool but even though it i don't really understand the physics of it it don't I'll, matter. I'll go with I'll go with it. It don't matter. I'll go with it. Whatever. Fine. But um, the thing is, after the Dark Knight Rises came out, I'm like, you know what they should do for Batman next? They should make an R-rated uh, animated version of ba- the Dark Knight Returns. Like that would be cool. We would finally get to see in our cinema in the cinema a Batman versus Superman fight. That'd be really cool. But instead, they decided to shoehorn bits and pieces of it. With another story that they, with several several other stories, mind you, that they're telling in this one story, to and also be a successful sequel to Man of Steel, and it just falls apart because it's uh it's it's literally the same problem that you mentioned with uh Spider-Man Three, just too many things going on and too many characters and too many villains and too much too much shit that it just yeah it collapses under the weight of it. If they didn't put Doomsday in this, it would be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, well, they had to, okay. well they had to because they had to kill off Superman because again this For movie just hate, this this yeah this movie just hates Superman. Um, we're gonna we're gonna sidestep this because there's you oh it, this yeah this. you're letting him kill Martha no no you're letting him kill Martha yeah who's Martha you're let what did you do your name what did you do your name but here, okay so let me let me let me <laughs> let me be the person to talk right here so the big thing is. Is as an alien, you don't really expect, you know, him to have a mother, n- n- nor less someone 
conveniently the same name as his own mother, who we've seen multiple times going to the grave to visit. But the big thing is, is you know, it's just it's another humanizing thing. He's now, you know, he's going to be looking at this guy as he's just another human. Shut up. Shut up. Don't speak. We're going to get past this part without you even saying a damn word. Because, and you know what? It's great because in this whole entire flashback part, we get to see his parents die again to be like, oh, he's just like me. And, you know, oh, there's a mustache. Here's the mustache. Anyway. I'm really trying to get through this. <laughs> you know, Where's the name? But anyway, Lois runs in and like helps. Why I'm, is he saying Martha? That's his mother's name. No. Just no. He can't kill. He's realizing he can't kill another human being in cold blood. He, he, he killed, killed so many other right, people. Right, right, right. But he doesn't he realize. He branded criminals he, and tortured them. He didn't them. kill them. Anyway. He's realizing that an alien can also be human, and that what he was doing is wrong. No, shoehorned and terrible. But no, yeah. it's it's it, it, I, the vibe that I got, along with a lot of other people, was, wait, your mom has the same name as mine? Oh, cool. Let's be friends. Let's immediately. I mean, be I friends. would do that. I mean, honestly, yeah. No, no. Fucking Bruce tossing no. the way around. I'll just. That is still. Some of the sloppiest writing. You could write all the the incredible essays on why this is genius, but it really boils down to your mom has the your mom has the same name as my mom. Okay, but like we're best they, friends when now. They go because actually, despite my hating you, when they go to actually, well, at least Batman goes to actually. Now that scene is amazing. Say this: this is he fucking throws him against the wall. You see, Red is like, dude's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so also the, t- um, like there's like, uh, it's a, uh, according to the clock that we saw last, there's like 10 minutes left before they just up and burn Martha alive. Yeah. Um, Martha did, won't die tonight. How did, ha- how did, uh, Batman change out of that thing? It's real easy. The Batmobile drives on autopilot. No, no, no. And- how did Batman change out of his super suit? Well, he probably just takes off one. the. He probably has the regular one underneath. He just takes off the metal plates and puts on a new cowl. He doesn't have. Uh, watch. I He's guarantee. He's fucking Batman. <laughs> oh, he, uh, that's that's his answer for everything. Why? How did he do that? How did? What, 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 like right here. He's changed into a brand new costume. Who cares? How did, and he's like, how did you do that? Because I'm Batman. Exactly. Um. No. I've as a as a cosplayer who ha- has worn very heavy costumes. There's no way in hell he would have been able to switch suits so fast, because there's like probably because by now he's probably got like two minutes left, and it takes him like another five minutes to take out. We all, all those just criminals. leaving Lois Lane here. Where's the oh, chopper? Oh yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> they totally just leave Lois Lane. What also, the fuck is Lois here? fucking Lane, the the dumbest bitch of all time, throws this thing away. They, they just throw it away because like, and then she's like, ah shit, I gotta go get it. This, like she looks so awkward. Like they just the two of the guys like they leave and they're they like, do Lois thirty. They, can you? I mean, can actually? I actually would have appreciated this movie a lot more if Lois Lane just in a very long shot in a completely empty room just said, "Well, what the hell am I supposed to do now?" I actually would have appreciated this movie a little bit more <laughs> if they had done that. And of course, now we have Batman attacking him. This is him. so cool. I'm sorry. This is so cool. Uh, it's cool. And uh, no, don't even say. Ah, oh, it's cool. It's no, it's cool. No, it's really cool. Um, it's a little bit much, honestly, for me. No, I'm fine with uh, it. No, it's 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 a little bit Michael Bayish. Like it's just a little bit too over the top. Like uh, if you remember, because I'm okay. Again, I'm okay with Batman like having guns on the Batwing and 
shooting people and whatnot, fine. Because he's done. Because I'm not allowed to complain about that because of 1989. Yeah. Um. Because there was clearly a fucking minigun on the Batwing that he clearly took out a whole bunch of people with, um, at the Prince Parade. So I'm not allowed. But it's just like the amount that they also, have. Also, the coordination like, between Alfred much. and him when he uses he runs out, but he uses the Batwing to lift up to as like a the, drone. That's actually yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Also, but they're all now, like waiting for him to come through the door. Finally, like Batman would use the fucking front finally. Door. This scene is on its again. There's a lot of really great scenes on their own, but in my opinion, this is probably the best scene on its own within this movie. Because this is the way I've I've never seen Batman move before. Because I've seen Batman fight you know a bunch of criminals before, but here this is where it all really comes together. Boom! They all go off at the same time. Just like Batman would. He's not this fucking killing him. fucking shooting through and the then, floor. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it was in the uh, the comic, in the Dark Knight Returns, because a lot of the, the blocking is inspired from the Dark Knight Returns, you know, that one police yeah. situation. Um, and then, of course, this shit right here. like All the way through the show. Boom! Shoulder. And then, bam! Yes, bitch! Because, uh, like, the way Batman fights, boom! And then, again, uh, this is, he's not fucking killing him. He's just, well, he's going to kill this guy right here. Like just yeah. buy grenade. He's like, well, he's like, I bet Batman's reasoning is like, fuck you, you were gonna put a grenade on me, so you're you, you died by your own Here, grenade. Here's the thing, I didn't people, kill you. People always talk about how Batman shouldn't kill or doesn't kill. Yeah, I don't think there's a realistic way in a movie verse or anything where he can accidentally. That's nuts. That, I don't. Yeah, he's dead. That dude's dead. Also, how phys- physics wise, how does that work? Batman's just a dude. How, the that torque cr- on that gun. That crate. That crate weighed like, fi- like, like a, like almost a ton. Yeah. So how? Did, well, how does even, Batman have the strength to do that? It doesn't matter if it's a ton. He would even, pull muscles before even he would like be able to even move like that half thing. a ton, or even like five hundred pounds. You know, launching that <laughs> punch. That's so cool. <laughs> Regardless, the way Batman fights right here is so fucking Arkham that Asylum. Dude, is that ridiculous. dude shoots his and cow right and is bulletproof. <laughs> that still should have knocked him out though. Like. like no. You get hit by a bulletproof vest, you crack a rib. He's he, Batman. He should have cracked his skull right there. Like, it wouldn't have penetrated, but it, his skull should have been... Str- and been stabbed here, too, and he's still going. But I, I don't care, because, like I said, the the way he fights and he moves, it's total Arkham Asylum, and, I, and I'm actually okay with this. This whole... Just Batflick as a whole is amazing. Uh, again, in, in the individual bits, he's cool. Minus the branding thing. And I love the way he looks, but um, I will admit that uh, Batfleck is one of the cooler things in this movie just because of moments like this, you know? And of course we have this one guy, as soon as I saw this guy was armed with an M60, I knew this moment right here was going to happen. Boom. Right through, just like in Dark Knight Returns. And of course it's the same situation and we all know the line that he's going to say, don't do it. Believe me, I'll do uh, drop it. I'll do it. Believe me, I'll do it. I believe you. You see this coming? Like, come on. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, it would be fine if this was a direct adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. Because now like, it oh. just feels lazy and copying. It really feels like it was he just uh, copied and pasted transcripts of The Dark Knight Returns into his script. A friend of your son's. <laughs> it's because of the cape. I figured the cape. Uh, I love it. No, that's a funny moment. Let no. her have it. Let us have it. No. No. 
You're Sorry, this movie. This movie's just shit. had. This movie's had so many vandalistic. Um, uh, has done so many. It has vandalized so much of the character and the story, and hasn't given us a good presentation that it doesn't earn that. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Uh, now we have Lex Luthor. Time's up, and Superman breaks in right on cue. Late, late says the rabbit. Yep. Nope. Uh, and of course, Lex Luthor's Ninja Turtle. Th- that that doesn't even look like Doomsday. It looks like a cave troll crossed with. It's, it's a, not. Uh, it's not Doomsday. They clearly said that. There's a, there's a part where they're no, talking they, about. No, they're it. about to. They they literally name drop Doomsday. It's like your Doomsday. Well, yeah, he's your Doomsday because, you know, they they talk about genetic mutation it's in doomsday. the thing. Yeah, but do, this is a this isn't the Doomsday. This is a Doomsday. There's different Doomsday. Doomsday is Doomsday. <laughs> nah. I don't care if he comes from General Zod or the planet where that mad scientist killed a bunch of babies to make a super, a super exactly. game. I don't care. Do- the point is, Doomsday is Doomsday here. You go onto the Wikipedia page and look up Doomsday and film adaptations, this version of Doomsday is there. You can't refute it. So... The devil will do it. Yeah, if, God, if man won't kill God, then get... Oh, shut up, Luthor. We've... I love it. I like it. Nope. 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 I and by the way, people in the comments, if you've been if you're actually still listening to us bullshit, uh put it in the comments of who do you think is right. Please say me. I'm definitely and that's not, just not for my gonna ego. have anybody on my side. <laughs> well at least you at least you're able to accept defeat. I I we'll have to watch a movie like Avatar where there's a lot of things some something that you really like that is just oh, terrible. I, yeah, I'd I'd be willing because that's uh, we're talking about James Cameron and Avatar, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're not I, talking I, about the actual terrible. No, one. no, not the Last Airbender. That, that that movie does not exist. Um, but seriously, this Doomsday here honestly looks like they took uh, the uh, the uh, the 3D model of a cave troll from Lord of the Rings and spliced it with those god awful Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It that's what it. No, that's honestly what it looks like, and that's just really lazy design. Um, and I know he gets the spikes later from the nuclear blast and whatnot, but I remember actually that we um, it wasn't this shot, but it was the shot before he gets the spikes. And I like how Superman's like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, but I, but the shot that uh, where he comes down before he gets the spikes, they put that in the trailer, and that pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, that's true. Um, they sh- if they were going to put Doomsday in the trailer, they should have had him have the spikes and not like this. Because, like, if, if you're going to do, if this is your origin story for Doomsday, fine. I'll go with it. Um, but if you're going to, sh- like, advertise him, you're going to, pe- if you're going to advertise him like this, like, before he becomes his full form the in the form that we're more used to, then, yeah, you marketed yourself wrong. You, you set yourself up for that. He's always like, there's another fucking big-ass thing. Always punch me into the goddamn ground. I'm going to punch it instead of, you know, try to use it. Why why is Superman always just resort to punching? He's this got the most p- powerful attack. Well, why doesn't he try to freeze him like in a block of ice and then and then try to take him out? He hasn't leveled up yet, so he doesn't have that power. Bullshit. He's leveled up. He's we've seen Superman save the day before, so he's earned Superman can do that, but instead there's just it's all just brute force. I'm 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 going to skip ahead here a little bit. Yeah, what's up? And Justice League, when he comes back to life. Yeah. Spoilers there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there's no. Dude, that was not a spoiler. Anyway, anyway, when he comes back to life, 
I'm still really pissed that he did not have the super mullet or the beard. I was too. <laughs> I just wanted it so bad. I, I didn't was even too. Care. I'm not actually. Uh, yeah, I'm actually with you there. When Superman comes back, he should have the mullet. Not gonna lie. But, it, um, it just should have been a thing. Did you actually remember when that uh, for Justice League they were so adamant about keeping Henry Cav- Cavill out of the limelight yeah. and through the trailers like, bitch, yeah. we know. No, no, we they, know. Henry Cavill even posted a picture of the S and it was in a black suit and it was like, yes, super mullet, please. And then it didn't happen. It didn't like, even happen. Damn it. We didn't even get the black suit. We just had a. Had a we had just a had fucking s- mustache. All you had to do was grab. No, beard. we didn't even get the black suit, dude. We even. Yeah, we, I know. We we just got shirtless Ken- Henry Cavill. That was dumb. Uh, that was really bad. Like uh, I love this. Wonder Woman's like, I'm getting out of Dodge. Oh, Wonder look. Woman fly. And there's more news. More news. Also, have you ever been on a plane that actually has the news going like that? Yes. You have, you've been on a plane like... Because, uh, look, I've seen it where they'll have displays. It was on and Southwest. Nope. 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 It's just the fact that people are casually watching the news this often and they find out like that. Like, why couldn't Wonder Woman like hear this? All these explosions and shit going on. Look out the window and suit up and go out there. All right, and fight. I'm sorry, but this is the coolest thing. I love it when he he does that. That is so cool. An electromagnetic pulse. Not even, no. That is a like almost a nuclear blast coming from him. It's like a it's like a solar flare. I don't even know what it is because to me it looked like it was supposed to be an EMP. Like yeah. there was electrical stuff going on and like the, 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 the signal on the news network cut out. How best to describe But I'm just it. like, dude, there's got to be a more creative way to for people to learn stuff than on the fucking news network. It's relied on so much in this movie that I can't stand the cliche anymore. So so you, so you, I'm pretty sure what he had there is, um, you yeah. know, the... The, although the uh, actually hang on the the, the whole, when you whenever you punch Doomsday he has there's like an energy charge mm-hmm. that actually is kind of cool like he ch- he absorbs the energy from the punches to become stronger that's I love actually kind of cool I love this we're gonna shoot a nuke at him every decision by the government and is nuked is always nuked Avengers this any movie it's nuked can we have smarter people in the Pentagon in movies please they're like it's a threat we cannot beat with regular missile uh, missiles and guns uh, what should we do nuke it why <laughs> just it's always it's always this dim-witted uh high school coach of a of a general uh, that they always have in these movies and it ticks me off like have some smart decisions come from the pentagon there because the, to, to work in the pentagon you need years of professional training both medical and military also, combined I, he, he almost had him out of the atmosphere there's there's got to be mo- a more create like a more uh a, a better solution than just nuke the shit, nuke it, nuke it, nuke it. Um, and and also let's talk about the f- nuclear fallout that could have happened. But he he's yeah. w- willing to die because he also was like, all right, this might work. We we might just. I would yeah, and that's the one time I wish we had like a close up sort of like this where he you can because cl- that to me is like uh, that close up where we see Henry Cavill before the blast goes. It's more like a huh. But instead, it should have been like a, yes, I'm okay with sacrificing myself moment. Yeah. And it's there's so many things that are missed here and so many misplaced items. Uh, like, he should have had that moment where he's like, oh, shit, there's a nuke on her tail. I'm going to turn. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the bullet for everyone. And I'm okay with this. But no. it's it, it, The editing is so wrong. And 
look, and here's an even weirder thing that's going on. Also, here, there's an let's, I, let's play there's a fight. convenient island in between the two cities let's, where this battle is yeah, taking but place. It's there, and, it, and it's conveniently derelict, by the way. Also, it's there purely because you guys out there were whiny babies about the fight in Metropolis killing clearly too many people. Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> literally the reason. That's literally the reason. They're instead of having it in any of the cities with Doomsday, we're gonna have it on a derelict, abandoned island. There. Of, uh, in between the two cities. They're also And finally we get the spikes. Like actually can you imagine if this shot was in the trailer? I think people would have been a little bit more pumped up. Eh, you know? Instead I'm of him slot and instead of him sliding down this or whatever. Is badass. I love this. Takes all the energy and then And then explodes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still That's I've so ne- cool. I've never seen that done in the comics though. What is that? Is that an EMP? I'm pretty sure that's a solar flare. Is so it- alright, alright. New, fifth, new 52 near the end of the uh, Superman run. Yeah. Superman gets this new power. It's called Solar Flare, which is basically like his laser beam, except he can kind of explode in a, a radius around him. Oh. But the thing is, once he does that, he loses he he loses like a lot of power after. Like he has to regenerate a little bit. Oh, sort of like when sort of like this moment here. Yeah, yeah. So he does that, and what eventually happens for him is it's the thing that kills him. It's just like he has too much power. It goes, and that that that's what kills him. But that's what I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Okay, so I'm I, I like it because it's it's just cool aesthetically. It's cool. Yeah, I guess. Also, let's just... talk about how he doesn't have laser vision. He has like fucking laser head. <laughs> he, like, yeah, no. His whole head is it's like uh the the guardian from uh Thor. You know, I, I'm you know that's another thing that kind of frustrates me with the visual effects and the design is anytime you see Superman or even Doomsday use like heat vision. It looks exactly like Cyclops from the X Men. Oh, I was I was thinking it looks like the Guardian from Thor. You know the the thing that comes to chase him down in the city. It's got like a laser head, or maybe oh, I'm thinking of X Men or whatever. No, I'm because uh, I just see uh, Cyclops from the X Men. Like they just clearly said, "How did you guys do X Men um, Cyclops effect?" And the stu- the visual effects studio said, "All right, we're gonna just do that." Instead of doing, you know, something that looked a little bit different, like uh, if you've seen in the in some of the comics, Bat Friend, it's like that a, is not working out. It's, it's like a, an actual like individual laser beam per eye, and not just one giant thing. So there, it's almost like the power levels have been turned up to eleven, but there's like uh, like no no bullet on the inside of the casing. I saw. I kind of like this where it's like he probably should have died, but because of the radiation of the sun, he heals a lot quicker. Yeah, that's cool. Um, although it's, it's Superman's costume is so freaking bright, so freaking lacking color. Did you ever, uh, I think have, it's fine. With have you the ever seen, have you seen the, the, the man of steel, uh, uh, color correction where it's the, yeah, fir- I think the, I have. the first time he flies, someone just cu- pumped up the color and automatically Superman's, uh, cape and costume popped so much better. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm not a fan of in this cinematography. Okay. This shot was in the trailer. Yeah, it was. So, and Oh, I guess I, love that. Oh, I guess the spikes were there, huh? Yeah. Wow, we were still goes, pretty oh, pissed shit. off. And then, you know, Wonder Woman's theme. That's my favorite fucking part. When this happened, it was like, oh shit. I will admit, her entrance is pretty cool. Her entrance is the thing that got me out of my seats and made me love this movie. Let's put, let's make it real. And then that, oh my god, that was okay. Her entrance was really cool, but I just really wish it wasn't in this piece of shit movie. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with it. Also, Superman's uh, back. As, also, uh, this is going to be a bit of an unpopular opinion with even my side of the uh, the 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 fanboys or whoever's listening. I'm not a fan of Wonder Woman's theme. Yeah. Um, 
But cause... Hold on. I need to slam down my water. <laughs> you son of a bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? Junk- Junkie XL and Hans Zimmer wrote the perfect theme song for her. And it, it's more memorable than almost most of Marvel's music. It works here. But that's because this movie's a piece of shit. No. But my point is, like, when it carries over to Wonder Woman, the movie, I'm really, really sad that this movie exists because the uh, the, the theme has to be consistent. Because um, I look at, I actually watched the Wonder Woman and said, I really wish the music could have been better because, uh, um, well, before I do anything, say any more about the music, I just got to address this moment here, the issue with you. I thought she was with you. I hated that moment. I thought it was funny. I liked it. And here's the Holy Trinity right here. The big uniting of our three, the the greatest superheroes ever. And I'm bored. Nah, that is, I like it. I'm hyped. No, I still love this. I saw that shot and I'm like, I I saw that shot in when I watched it for the first time. And I'm like, I should be coming in my pants. But um, I'm not. My favorite part is when he does this, Batman takes for cover, <laughs> and the other two are like, eh, I'm strong enough, I'll just withstand it. But anyway, getting back to Wonder Woman, um, what, like, you remember the uh, the scene in No Man's Land where she go- goes out of the trenches? Yeah. I thought, how much better would the, this scene have been if uh, we had a Wonder Woman march, kind of like su- the Superman and Batman march? Oh, uh, sure. Because because uh, if you listen to the old soundtracks, like uh, the Danny Elfman score, the John Williams Superman score... There were like at least five or six full tracks that were great. All right, you gotta pay attention to this because I don't know but when. But hang on, I'm about to finish. In in Wonder Woman, there was like her main theme, which is great for about thirty seconds, and then there's just a bunch of filler tracks. Yeah. So it really frustrates me with film scores nowadays that they they they, they could they don't give us like a whole um, a whole track that sustains itself. Because in the old days, there were like two or three full tracks that you could listen to and be pumped throughout the entire thing instead of having to like wait for the one part where it gets good. Um, and nowadays, there's like one, maybe two tracks that are amazing for only 30 seconds. That's that's to me, can that's just a waste of music, honestly. If you're going to have music, be have some really great music, you know? Oh, yeah. So... Also, but, here's another part where he's focusing on Lois's uh, yeah. heartbeat and finds her. Also, she probably drowned. She, she should have drowned by now. Although, you know what? It actually would have been a lot better and made more sense and have your spinoff bait and have it too. Aquaman just comes in and just starts breathing in her. So, breathing in her or just like comes out of nowhere, breaks through the rocks and helps her out. That would have been better. Okay, sure. Whatever. But just like, I, I, would just, I just thought it would have been funny like, this this crazy long haired macho fish man just made out with me and he's like what? <laughs> soon soon to show Superman versus Aquaman. <laughs> oh man that that would be a much more interesting movie. Cause... Metal Jesus versus. <laughs> <laughs> well at least Jason Momoa is really charismatic with his acting. Yeah you need to see Aquaman it's it's pretty good. Okay I, I I'm willing to see Aquaman because I hear and I'm really good. excited two weeks. Shazam. Still not gonna see it. Sorry. I'm gonna come. In. No. I'm gonna. You know, let you I, know. I, I actually heard the early reviews. It's got a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's really good. I hear it's actually really good too. <laughs> um, I'll probably see it anyway, but I don't know. I just don't have a whole lot of expectations. It's gonna. It's gonna be the Superman movie that never got me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's even gonna be even more disappointing for me. All right. Um, but Here, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump ahead because this whole entire battle is pretty. There's not really. It's much boring. To talk about. You could you but, could go take a leak. You you, but, you won't but miss anything. Here, here's my thought process. Yeah. 
Now that Grappling both hook. both Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill Grappling have stepped. Hook. All right, that's a scene straight that, that, from that. Yeah, the, the the lightning bolt that was actually yeah. cool. Um, but now that they've both been, they've left DC Comics. They're done with their contract. They're not doing this anymore. Yeah. What I really want them to do isn't really a flashpoint. People keep on pointing to flashpoint as a thing. Yeah. I want them to do a multiverse kind of deal. Okay. I want them to do. Oh, like uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths sort of thing. Kind of. I. Uh, it's not the best comic uh, uh, story a crossover event, but have you ever read Convergence? I've heard it's, of it. It's I've not. not read it's it. not good. But that whole idea is Brainiac comes and he steals a bunch of uh, universes and Earths, and they like at the end, basically, the world that we know has changed, and there's different people from different places in these. What I want them to do is have a di- different worlds where you know we have. I don't know, a new Superman, but he's brighter and happier and he's going to make this world better. And yeah. we have uh, Batman who's, I don't know, just maybe... Just completely a different actor. Yeah. <laughs> well, like both of them completely. But keep Gal Gadot because yeah. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. But, um, but, uh... She is what uh, Christopher Reeve was back in the 70s to Superman. Oh, 100%. But the whole idea is have both of them have new actors because they both have to. Yeah. But, um... My my thought is actually you know the, what the person one of the people who was up for the running for Superman who has actually played Superman in the animated films I think Matt Bomer would be a great choice Ooh, okay because he looks he 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 looks a little bit more like um uh the first Superman uh, Chris Reeve Christopher Reeve yeah and uh, then and then I don't know maybe have uh, uh ah, shit, what's his name from Donnie Darko. Uh, J- uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman. I think that would be. Those well, would he's be already two. Mysterio, dude. I don't care. You can do both. <laughs> but um, have him as uh, ha- have him as that. Or or how does he still flying with that thing? He's he's like hobbling. I guess. Also, oh, oh, right here, guys... right here, the lasso of truth. Yeah. This uh, that actually pissed me off. This is the first cinematic appearance of the lasso of truth, and it's unceremoniously already around Doomsday. There should have this movie is little. That was a ridiculous camera zoom movement. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. it. I, I, I hate I, those it, moments. It's, it's got me torn up about. But um, this movie is nothing but moments, and we didn't even have that moment where Wonder Woman just reaches down to her hip and pulls out the lasso of truth to subdue Do- Doomsday. It's just already. It just cuts to it already there. This is dumb. This is all of this. this well, actually, movie. he's weakened by the kryptonite. Boom. So. And Superman's dead. He should already. He should be immediately dead right there. Yeah, that, you got a big asshole in your he, big body. asshole in his heart. His heart came out the other side of his body. Yeah. Uh. He see. He should have died right there. Right there. He, he's no. He's done. You're no. You're dead. You're anyway, dead. You're dead. You're dead. I want to talk you're about the dead future and of the cinematic world. universe. I don't think a shared universe is in the cards for DC, but I think no. the idea. Of um just I, just having individual stories yeah, is th- perfect. That no 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 that's actually what I've been saying for a long time. Marvel has consistently with their comics has always been great about a shared universe. DC's strongest suit has always been their individual standalone stories, which is why I really want uh, Wonder Woman to be Where, uh, just left on its own. And also, you know what? Another thing that I heard about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Huh. It's going to be its own standalone thing. It's not going to. It's well, going yeah, to, it's it takes place in 1984, before which I'm these two so characters. happy for because I don't want well, uh, Gal Gadot is so fucking good as Wonder Woman. I don't want her to be associated with this piece of shit at all. So <laughs> I I also kind of feel like another step they can do is have uh, instead of bringing in a replacement Superman and Batman, have like 
I don't know. Kill them off off screen. Do something. No, just reboot them. Or you can reboot them, or you can just reboot them and have like but, their own epic trilogy. Or, or you can just be like, "Here's our new Justice League for our cinematic universe. We have Aquaman as the superhero I character." To, yeah, I was about to actually say, you know what? Just drop us right into the middle of a Justice League movie. They've already formed, and they're just yeah. gonna like we. You don't have to tell a backstory. Just jump right in. You know, that'd be yeah. actually kind of cool. Jump, jump right in. You can uh, technically kill off uh, Batman and Superman somehow. Or you can just cat recast them and act like nothing changed. Well, you know how, like, Do a Don Cheadle. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, like, you know those, um, uh, what is it? Uh, the, well, you mean Terrence Howard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Terrence Howard. Don, Don Terrence... Cheadle took over Terrence yeah. Howard. Yeah. Um, but you know how a lot of these uh, direct-to-video animated DC movies, they just have the Justice League already formed, mm-hmm. and they just go with the story? Like, we're just doing a, a sort of direct adaptation of this Justice League story. Just do that! Yeah. I'd be fine with that. And that's actually another reason why I'd actually be okay with seeing Shazam if it stands alone on its own thing. And it actually kind of looks I, like I, it is. I think it does. Although, you have to see the latest trailer. There's a part where he's in a convenience store fighting off bad I'm not guys. Gonna, I'm not going to watch the trailer. All I, right, right. I kind of want to no, just no, no. walk in blind. But, but he, he, there's uh, stuffed Batmans on the shelf. Oh, and boy. he grabs one off the shelf and throws it at the bat guy. And says, go get a bat, Batman. And I guess since it hits him, it pressures the pressure through you. And you hear in the background, Kevin Conroy's voice go, I'm Batman. <laughs> You're kidding. That was I, Kevin Conroy. I, I want to say it's Kevin Conroy. Oh, my God. If it is, uh, then I'm... T- okay. Yeah, you got me. But literally, he throws a Batman... All right. This is this... literally Renaissance painting right here. That's all it is. The shot is... Beautiful. Even with the Jesus-like crosses. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, the, the shot composition and the, uh, the cinematography, for the most part, is really cool to look at. But, oh, my God. Is... They're just throwing too much. They've got um, a, a Superman Apocalypse. They've got Batman vs. Superman, The Dark Knight Returns, sequel to Man of Steel, and The Death of Superman all rolled into one. Like, more is not better. Less is more, people. That is, that's something that filmmakers need to really understand is less is more. Hey, look, There's Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. And I believe this scene was exclusively for the uh, um, the Blu-ray. Yeah, it was extended in cut. It wasn't in the so they literally put that scene in there literally to boost sales. Yeah, that's pathetic. I bought the film. That's you, you sorry person. Ew! Bought, what are you sitting in? Look, he's is gone, that cranberries. He's gone crazy. Is that cranberries? He's nuts. I think that's cranberries. Oh, look, and of Lex course, Luther. Oh look, he's getting his head shaved to look like Lex Luthor. I'm okay with it. You know, when I first saw the photograph of him like this. I'm like, oh, maybe he can be a cool Lex Luthor. I think he still can. No. Be- because of his characterization, you've you've lost me. It, it's it's strictly... Because, you know, I've, there's actually an animated, uh, direct-to-video animated movie called Superman Brainiac Attacks, where they have all the characters from the uh, um, the Superman animated series come back. The way they treat... Le- watch the way they would treat Lex Luthor. Like, watch a Le- Lex Luthor-centric episode of Superman the Animated Series... And then watch Superman Brainiac Attacks, and you'll see that the way that they portrayed Lex Luthor is radically different. Oh yeah. Um, I, I got to show you a clip of that when this is over because it's. I'm actually convinced now that the portrayal of Lex Luthor in Superman Brainiac Attacks is the direct inspiration for this uh, portrayal of Lex Luthor. And of course, we have these artsy frame. Um, why is everywhere empty? Like, They're all at the funeral. Okay, I guess, but Kennedy did. Are they trying to connect 
like Superman was like JFK or something? No, I, I think it's just it's a notable piece of article that we they well they did actually on. mention that earlier. Like, it, well, America died with MLK, uh, Robert, and John, right? They 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 mentioned that like the America died with Martin Luther. I guess. Death of, so like, yeah, I mean, to the point to that, to an extent, they're right. Man, everybody brought a casserole. Well, it's Kansas. There's I mean, too it's many the fucking casseroles. I still, I still, ha- I still kind of, despite the fact that I really don't like these two movies, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, I still think it's kind of cool that I live kind of like right around the corner from the location that they shot uh, Kent Farm. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but here's something that's really weird. Um, there's two funerals going on: one for Clark Kent, who supposedly died in the attacks and whatnot, to cover up his Which identity. Which is the real one? Um, well, no, it's just that they have a body of Cl- uh, Clark Kent here. What's at Superman's funeral? An empty a clo- casket? A closed, empty casket, yes. That's dumb. Also, if the coroner was uh, doing Clark Kent's autopsy or whatnot and uh, getting it ready for the funeral and whatnot, uh, wouldn't he have recognized the Kryptonian DNA or the, I, the I, Kryptonian biology? I want to say that Bruce Wayne probably had a hand in doing everything here. Because he's Batman. Also, this is such an insult to injury. This is, this is like, oh, sorry, Lois. Oh, oh the, I'm the sorry, fucking, even more. The fucking ring. This is dumb. This is, this. Their relationship was never earned. They had three scenes throughout this entire three-hour movie, and each each scene lasted maybe five minutes. I'm fine with it. Fifteen minutes out of three hours, this is not earned. I feel like this episode could be called Batman versus Superman. Zach's fine with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've said I'm fine with it a million because, times. No, like I said, because Superman is so important, not just to me, but because of what he stands for to both comics and to the American culture, this is just insulting. Although I do like the fact that they have the, uh, the horse carriage thing so exactly like it's from the death of Superman. Oh, yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, but... Um, this actually reminds me of uh, one one of the internet reviewers. Like, they were also comparing uh, uh, Batman v Superman to uh, Civil War, and they were like, "Oh my god, these movies could not be more different." Because you came out of Civil War like uh, it was a pu- fucking Fourth of July popcorn and fun time, and you come out of this and it's like it, you see people walking out of the theater of this and just like in a funeral march. Well, yeah, because it ends I, with a fucking funeral. Yeah. It's, uh, and plus, and all- Civil War should have ended with a funeral too. Hashtag Don Cheadle's character should have died. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like to do a uh, a death of Superman story is just dumb in its own right because we all know he's coming back. We all know we're gonna see the reign of the Superman, or he's gonna come back, or the cast that's gonna be missing. It's like it's Superman. Like we've seen this story before. Oh, and also there was another thing. Um, when I rewatched this to kind of take notes on this movie before I saw the show. You know what's the biggest insult to the production design for here? They have the Superman, the Death of Superman funeral march for the public, and none of these characters are wearing the armband. Like the iconic Superman armband that all the DC characters and everyone in the parade wore. Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, did you know And when the that comic came out back in the 90s, um, you could actually get a special edition that came with the armband that you saw in the comic? I feel like armbands taken- are a little... No, they could have taken that physical armband that they gave away with the comic back in the 90s and just slapped it in there. Or at least made... But no, they didn't. 
because that's because Superman doesn't deserve his iconic armband. And I know I'm being a little get, uh, nitpicky here, but the fact is this movie has had so many atrocities towards Superman that it doesn't deserve any leeway. Because I'm okay with some movies having flaws. Uh, look, movies have flaws by the definition. It's just a matter of whether or not the, uh, the, the, over, uh, the overall experience distracts you from those flaws or not. Um, and, of course, uh, the expenses have been taken care of by an anonymous donor. Gee, I wonder who that could be. Bruce Wayne, everyone. I'm fine like with that. <laughs> Although I do. Um, but, yeah, it's just like if you can distract me from all the flaws, then you've done your movie right. It's it knows it knows what it is. And it's done. Uh, it's I'm allowed to forgive those things. But when you have all these things that don't distract me then all the nitpicks just gain, uh, become that more venomous towards us geeky nitpickers, you know? True. And so, True. and Wonder True. Woman comes here and we have, sorry you died and you can't marry me now. But I mean, they probably are. That's like a very realistic response. <laughs> I get, well, and here's another thing that really bugs me. This, for two hours of this movie, Batman has been bred to hate Superman. He's like, well, I guess now we should unite. I failed him in life. Uh-huh. I won't fail him in death. Dude. He he, were... he he read a book and judged it by its cover, but then when he started reading the first couple pages, he realized he fucked up. Fine, but, he, you know, he, he, did you notice there's not even a line that says, I misjudged him? I, I made a mistake. I failed him in life. <laughs> I won't fail that's, him. That's awkward. Uh, that's awkward writing. No, it's not. That's it's, awkward writing. It, it's creative. And also, that's another thing that I really don't like about this movie as well. Um, Wonder Woman came to this world during World War One, and it pretty much ignored, and then just it pretty much ignored Stalin and Hitler, um, and everything else that went on. But as soon as uh, Lex Luthor made that Ninja Turtle, she decides to suit up. So I want to say she's probably fought throughout the eras. Granted, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty five. Yeah, nineteen eighty four hasn't come out yet, but. I'm just anytime I watch. Uh, I'm assuming she probably fought in those other ones. We're just not going to see it. Any yeah, but anytime I watch Wonder Woman, um, I just think of it as a standalone thing. Because I feel I, like I'm if they gonna... did World War Two with Wonder Woman, it it'd be kind of a little bit more like. No, the... actually, I was surprised that they didn't do that. But I because I didn't know if they well, were the able Great to... War was a more evil war. Like, well, it was a much grayer it's a war, war of attrition. It had a lot of sides to it. It, it was a more gray war. While World War Two was, it was we gotta fight the and Nazis, yeah. and even even then, it wasn't us fighting the Soviets. We, and she could be fighting the Soviets in 1984. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's actually why I was like, wow, I I can't believe they made World War One work so well because I immediately thought it should would have worked better in World War Two. But I'll be damned if they made that work. Um, but again, the the whole the whole that whole morning Superman thing where all the candles are lit. Weren't those same people holding up signs like "Go home, alien"? Fuck you! We hate you. For which one? Uh, for that the the previous shot where we saw Superman's memorial renewed and all those candles lit for all the people mourning. Like, weren't you people holding up signs to say "Fucking go home"? This time he didn't destroy a whole city. <laughs> he destroyed a derelict island. He still destroyed the city. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. Uh, forgive the, the the sins. Although actually, there's something that I missed to, that I wanted to mention. When those protesters were out in front of Congress, did you notice that some of them had mohawks and sunglasses? Yeah. 
I'm thinking that's actually a visual uh, tribute to the mutants from awesome. Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, this shit where they bring in the fucking bad cop. <laughs> the the bat cop. <laughs> and the, it's sort it, of like what they did in Dark the Dark Knight. He brands the wall not him. He doesn't deserve we, to die. Can we just call you remember that scene in the interrogation room with uh Joker and Batman? Can we just call that the bat cop routine? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I want you to pay attention a to a return the, to the bat brand. cop. Oh, what was, is with this? I still don't understand the branding. The branding was branding people to die in prison, so he didn't. That have to still kill doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but he also chooses then not to put brand Lex Luthor because he doesn't deserve to die. He, uh, he, he does deserves the, to waste this away in Lex prison. Luthor, this Lex, Lex Luthor Jr. does deserve to die, so we can see a pimp version of Lex Luthor played by Brian Cranston. Thank you very much. I yeah. want to see an intelligent, cold, calculating, genius, he scheming. He's cold. Lex Look at him. He's he not. Doesn't have a not, jacket on, look, and it's assuming everybody a, had a jacket on. A cold on. person doesn't say anything. A cold person does not say. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Lex Luthor says a lot. He's cold a very is un- cold is unfeeling even towards oneself. He's he is self-absorbed. Cold people. A cold personality is not towards that. Boba Fett doesn't is unfeeling. Because he has no feeling. I feel like he had feeling in episode two when he held his dad's head in a bucket. That's oh look, that's just an example. <laughs> My point is like a cold, a, a cold character does not, you know, do these little <laughs> things. Although that's actually kind of a cool visual. I'm not gonna lie, the and of course van, Batman vanishing. You know, it's actually interesting. We are at the two hour and fifty three minute mark. And we he's act- hungry and he's found it. No, we actually and he's coming. No, dark we, side. No, we actually saw the uh, the the different. I, I'm pretty sure he actually is referring to uh, Steppenwolf. He most likely is, but I mean Steppenwolf is just leads the front charge for Dark Side. He's one of his generals. Yeah, I just uh, if you're gonna tease Dark Side, just do it. And what is with the ding 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 thing? Although how it should have ended did a really funny thing where they did. What does the Lex say? I want to point out that this picture is flipped upside down after the second, the first time we've seen it. Mm-hmm. Because the devils coming from above are no longer uh, Superman. It is, And of course they look exactly like parademons. Exactly, because they came in olden times and that's what the person painted. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. When you, when you have this many mistakes, it's just really hard for me to... The the, the 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 nitpicks just become all the more prevalent when the overarc doesn't work at all. So and of course she's wearing the ring because obviously that's that's a yes. And this shit, you know. Yeah, I wish they didn't have the dirt rising like we knew it was going to happen. But at least leave it to like no 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 you, sweat a little. No, honestly, you know what? Um, what really bugged me was the fact that they have the music like start to rise as if to tell the audience say that hey hey it's gonna be all right no if you just like show the the uh the slight rise like right here and because the music's rising and rising and we gotta focus the camera first like um if they had just used the if they had just taken away the music and just like played it down for silence and then had just that two frames of the dirt rising and then cut, and then pawed in the music, that would have worked better. But no, we had to tell our stupid audience and not give our audience intelligence to say, no, 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 it's something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something happened, and it's gone. Like, 
have understand your audience if because you're not that's not treating your audience with intelligence that's something that michael bay does frequently is yeah. that he constantly has to use cinematic language to tell you what to feel instead of just showing the moment and let the audience feel for what it is you know yeah so and it is finally finally over i still enjoyed it nope this because you know i actually the first time i watched this i did watch the theatrical cut um because i think it was still uh i think i saw it two weeks while it was still in theaters um and yeah longer or shorter this movie's a turd muffin so uh and because like i said the, the biggest crime for me is that this movie just does not understand superman it's as if this movie gave up on superman's character halfway halfway through production and said let's or, or halfway through the uh, the overarching story that they wanted to tell in the long run when they wrote man of steel and say fuck it we don't want we don't want superman in these movies so we're gonna hate on him kill him off and let batman be the star i That's... mean he he typically makes some more money this whole movie was, it, the, the whole entire franchise is really just warner brothers getting in like i've said a million times and taking something that is pretty good and then just trying to get their hands on more money and making executive decisions that don't work with the film. Yeah. That's all I have. <clears throat> I'll say this though. It's, this is not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not the worst comic book movie I've ever seen. Um, but it's certainly the, com the comic book movie that has made me the most angry and insulted, you know? Like, cause like I said, the, the amount of things that they just don't get, cause I understand, like if you go back in the nineties and you watch a, mu a much worse movie called steel with Shaquille O'Neal, like I look, <laughs> that movie is far worse than this movie. Oh. I'll give it that. But granted that was in a time and that was the nineties where the, the people believe it or not, back in the day when they wrote the comic book movies, they never read the comics. That's they, true. They just thought it was kid stuff. They didn't think it was marketable. And it wasn't until, like, you know, the X-Men and Spider-Man movies of the early 2000s said, oh, wait, these movies can be marketable and they can be um, aesthetically good and pleasing and even award-worthy when it came around with The Dark Knight or Logan, you know? Yeah. So, um, so back then, so there are but worse... The, I want to say this movie was on the cups of fun action popcorn thrillers. Yeah. And going into uh, movies that we actually take seriously and we judge critically, and it just didn't make the cut at that time. It, no. it went the it went the route of trying to rush things too quickly, and then it spent too much time trying to do it, and it just didn't work. You know, I think there's. But I love it. No, you, you still love this movie. That's that just blows my mind. After all the things that I told you that are, I can prove to you that are dead wrong. You're well, still. We'll have to meet up again doing Avatar or something else. I'm like actually that. totally up for like a rematch with Avatar because um, James Cameron's Avatar. Even though I I understand a lot of the criticism, but I can that'll be like the, another podcast. The extended cut made me want to cry. I, I'm I'm okay with the extended <laughs> cut with Avatar. I I, I like. I really well, like we'll do those. the regular cut because the extended cut literally. Oh uh, fuck add no! Anything. I'm doing the. You're doing the extended <laughs> cut with me. I had to do the extended cut of Batman v Superman. You're gonna do the extended cut of Avatar with me. Well, what is it that uh that Bugs Bunny says? What's that? What, what's he usually say? That, that, and that, what's up, Doc? No, that 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 that's all for now, folks. That's Porky Pig, you. Oh fuck, fuck that! You fucking idiot! What's Porky Pig? Say? <laughs>
Go fuck yourself, Zach. I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> I actually, I just, you know, it just hit me. I can't believe it because we are now at uh, the three hour and two mark into the credits. Yeah. Um, I just realized why you like this movie so much. Why? Because Zack Snyder's name is the same as yours. Zack. Zach, why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Actually, the reason I like this movie a lot is because I, I. Uh, that's why it's it brilliant, up. people. That's that. This, no, you gotta admit it. That's yeah, I mean, up. all Zacks have genius, and <laughs> typically has no bounds. So, I I would say it's done pretty good. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, because clearly I. Sl- I don't even blame Zack Snyder for the how bad this movie is. I mean, to some degree, like his visual style gets in the way of himself, but for the most part, it's just the way the studio wanted to go. Yeah, um, I mean, so pretty much. That's I don't just blame that. him at all, and I especially don't blame him for Justice League because of his the, the terrible tragedy. To well, his, it, it, his I mean, I mean, yeah, just Justice League. There's a rough time going in his life. It, he, I want to say, I, he, I still want to see his cut because I feel like Joss Whedon came in. They did a bunch of reshoots. The whole entire there, there was direction just too, of it changed. There was just too many cooks in the kitchen with Justice League, honestly. Yeah. But again, that's another podcast. I mean, but, granted, uh, I still think Justice League is better than Batman versus Superman. I will give you that. It is better, where, but like, it's not where, by like, much. Right now, in the list of DC comic movies, it goes uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Justice League. Uh, no, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Man of Steel, Justice League, Batman versus Superman. This is not the best one. And then oh, Suicide oh, Squad. Suicide Squad's not even on the Suicide list. Suicide Squad's way at the bottom. Be- that's a mo- no, that and is hey, a piece who of knows? shit. Maybe I'll go uh, Wonder Woman, Shazam, Aquaman. Who knows? We'll see. But I don't know. Well, Wonder Woman has to be at the top for me because we've had dozens and dozens of Superman and Batman adaptations. We've had like uh, 13 Superman games and like... 50 Batman games, but we've never had a Wonder Woman video game. Yeah, I feel we've that. never ha- we've had a for Wonder Woman has had a uh, two TV shows and a standalone movie and then uh, Gal Gadot's movie. That's it. That's awful, actually. And we'll never have the Flash movie. It'll just it won't happen. Hey, we still got the we still got the WB. I love this filmed in pure Michigan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that. And and so I you guess were right about Michigan and, and Toronto. Yeah, I, I guess I was right. <laughs> about I, that, I, I'm, don't don't a lot of things get shot in Toronto? Uh, no, you're thinking of Vancouver. Oh, that's fine. Vancouver is like the, uh, the, the that's the one that Hollywood jerks off the most, just because of all the uh, the crazy tax incentives and whatnot. Um, and I'm pretty sure part of this is because you see if there's any movie you've seen, like major studio movie you've seen in the last year or so, I guarantee you it's been shot in Vancouver, at least some of it. That's true. Um, now, I, I, now I forget. Was there a after credits? I, I don't think for this one. Yeah, I they they at least said they were able to. Yeah. Cruel, unusual films for sure. <laughs> um, it's a very appropriate title for your there, company. There name. definitely was one for Justice League, but I don't think for this one. There yeah, was. there was. And I hated yep, that, too. It's over. Um, but uh because uh, at least they were able to steer away from that Marvel cliche with the post-credit scenes. Like they're at least saying, "No, we're not going to do that. We want a different." At least they had that one d- good decision. I, I want to say Justice League is the only one I can remember having an after-credit scene. I don't well, think, yeah, because and that was st- dumb too. Because I heard, "Oh, they recast Lex Luthor! Yay! They brought him back! Boo! <laughs> that was dumb." Although I will admit, seeing Deathstroke the Terminator, even though again it's in a shitty movie. 
it's still kind of cool to see him. There. Oh, I mean, I, everything's pretty cool. Well, like, like I said, a lot of the moments in this movie is amazing to look at because there are good shit in Batman v Superman and in Justice League to some extent, but it doesn't land for me because none of it's earned. Yeah, it ju- they just needed more time and to do it over. A couple <laughs> they had films. three hours. They, they literally needed to just do if they wanted to couple Marvel. All they needed to do was Man of Steel one, then a Batman film, and then a Flash film, the Aquaman film, Wonder Woman film, and Cyborg doesn't really need. I his own still film. say that Warner Brothers would have had a much better time if they had completely did it's, did not do a universe at all, and they just did a Superman it's, trilogy. It's not even a good example of a good uh, Justice League forming film, but you could have done Justice League War, and it would have been better. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't know. Actually, I that, Justice League War I really did not care for. It was it, they, it's bland. Well, they they also chemically neutered my absolute all-time favorite supervillain anywhere, Darkseid. They turned him into a raging roid monster with nothing good to say. Yeah, the, that's why I said they could have done that, but with a different villain. They could have just gone that route, and it would have been okay. It would have been better. Also, I really hate what a douche Superman became and how ditzy, dumb Wonder Woman was. No, she, they gave her the Thor caveman theme. I, uh, I th- it worked in Wonder Woman, like in uh, with Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman, but it didn't work there for me. Although what I did like in that movie was the uh, the the chemistry between Batman and Green Lantern. Yeah, that was really cool. That was really good. Also, like uh, Shazam's chemistry with uh, Cyborg. Yeah, that was good. That, that that kind of like they're both just like teens hanging out and yep. just that was kind of cool. But otherwise, yeah, I wasn't a fan of Justice League War. Yeah. So, but uh, you so you still stand you still stand in your ground, huh? I like the film. I know there's things still wrong, not no wrong about it, but I still like it. Well, at least you're able to admit that because because uh, that's that's one thing that I I'm glad that we can at least agree on that even though um uh, you you say that there are a lot of bad things in it, but you still enjoy it. I say that there are uh, a lot of like it's a bad movie with some good things in it. And that's really how it should be, because I really don't care for those um, internet critics or those bloggers that say, there's absolutely nothing good about this, or this is the greatest movie of all time. It's better than Citizen Kane. What are there, you talking about? Except like, for Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, there's nothing good about no, it. No, no. That's a piece of shit. It's a <laughs> giant, gi- giant uh, commercial for Hot Topic. Um, <laughs> but And Spencer's. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, that's what I'm really glad, that we can at least say to ourselves that um, we're on both the spectrums where we're like, look, there are bad things in it, but it doesn't bother me. Or oh, yeah. there are so many bad things that I can't get behind it, but there are still good things that I enjoy. Yeah, like, uh, like I like Justice League, but yeah, I, it, the 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 important thing is going into a a movie. Don't read the reviews. Don't just go in, enjoy the movie, or don't. If you don't or you do, it doesn't matter. Just don't let someone else's opinion and don't affect. I, Yours. And don't be so, like, um, it's so absolute, like, saying that it's the greatest thing you've ever seen and will defend it to your dying wish, uh, to, to, your, to your grave, or say that it's the worst piece of shit that you've ever seen. Because I've seen some truly heinous movies out there. Rubber. This, huh, what's up? Rubber. <laughs> Rubber, I think, is just, like, the world's best troll movie. But, no. <laughs> um, Nothing good. Uh, well, I mean, I, I also have a appreciation for so bad it's good movies, but I've seen. But the point is, I've seen some really bad movies, like you know, like Pearl Harbor or The Last Airbender, like or After Earth. Um, so 
there are uh, far worse movies out there um and and sure there's certainly like some underground ones that are far worse than true anything true. that you could conceive of uh so th no these are these the worst movies that you that you can see no there's always something worse um but just don't be so absolute in your decision and don't flock uh, flock because at the end of the day there is no highbrow or lowbrow art there's only art that speaks to you and art that doesn't this art does not speak to me and i find it kind of insulting because again superman's important to me this one uh does doesn't necessarily speak to you, but so, you like it. So I feel like right? I need a yeah. I, I feel like I need to rework out why this movie I like it, like why it's important to me. Mm -hmm. I read comics when I was real, I was younger, and then I didn't buy them for many years, and then I started getting back into them uh, around like 2015, 20 late twenty fourteen. Right. And I was reading them, and like so, all these stories, all the stuff that I was reading, it was fresh in my memory. So like. It wasn't me. Uh, it wasn't like Tim where he, he's read these things. He's known these things for years and they're popping up and he's excited about them. Yeah. For me, it's <laughs> it, for me, it's fresh stuff that it's just exciting to be getting this stuff. And it's exciting to be a fan of everything, Marvel and DC and getting these things and being able to actually go and see this. That's why it's 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 good. You know, it was a good film to me because it was fresh in my memory. It came out and I was just excited for it. And, you know, I'm going to stay excited for the things I like. <laughs> You know what? I actually can understand that mentality if this movie came out in the 90s. Yeah. Like, because back then we were starving. We, we got like maybe one, we got maybe three, two, one, at least one to two, three if we were really lucky every year for a superhero movie. And uh, every five or, or every like two or three years, we actually got a decent one. And every, like, 10 years, we got a great one. Oh, yeah. So we were starving for good. But now, these days, because we're so drenched in this stuff, like, we're getting, you know, five, six, sometimes even seven superhero movies a year. Like, the, because there's so much more, that just, to me, says we can do better. Yeah. And so if this movie came out in, like, the 90s, this probably would have been a lot better. I, I think if this movie came out during uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies... That would have been an interesting era to have them out. I'm thinking maybe like in 1999 or 2000. Maybe not like 2002, 2003, but in like 99 or 2000, like around the time The Matrix was hot. Sure. I could see this as actually being uh, something really great then and not so great now. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, And I probably would have looked at it in nostalgia a bit. But the fact that it came out in 2016 at a time when we needed Superman... It just makes me angry. Yeah. So I mean, it's a disappointment. So, but yeah, I think that's it. So I think uh, that's pretty much how we can end it. But we'll definitely come be uh, have Zach back uh, for uh, Avatar, where I'm on the uh, opposite end of the spectrum, where I like I, Avatar. I, I won't be as yelly. I'll just point out like the stupid ass I'm, shit. I'm passionate, so <laughs> I I yell at this movie. So. I think this has been a really good episode, though. I yeah. hope to do more. Thanks for having me on. I hope to have more versus episodes like this. So we'll be signing off, uh, and we'll see you next month. We're actually going to take a bit of a uh, a hiatus in uh, April, but we'll be back in May for May the fourth with Solo. It's going to be yeah. We're going to actually tackle some of the Disney uh, Star Wars movies for uh, our May Star Wars month. So we'll see you then. Bye. 
ComTrack is hosted by Tim, Hannah, and me, Martha, and was originally created by Tim Leifheit. If you have any questions or suggestions for a future show, leave us a comment or reach us at comtrack.podcast.gmail.com. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. This has been an episode of ComTrack where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Thank you and good night.